Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Go for beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. What's up, everybody? What is happening? How we doing on this Friday? Man, this is a a crazy, crazy Friday. Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. Gunner, we've had breaking news like nonstop all day, and we just got the latest. Um, according to Tim McManus, ESPN.com, Brandon Graham is staying with the Eagles on a one-year deal, passing up the opportunity to test free agency. So BG is back, man. BG, it's going to be up with the award. Yeah, up to about $6 million, which Ed Kratz uh, had had a uh, report earlier in the week saying it could be two years, $12 million. So it's a wrap right. right in that money range, right? But it's a right. one-year deal. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense for the Eagles to bring back an incredibly productive guy at a what I think is a reasonable rate. Love yep. it. Uh, it makes perfect sense for BG, who was very comfortable here, uh, let, knows his role. Uh, the role was very good to him last year. It, it will be very similar again this year. But, Derek, the way I view this, man, you bring back three guys now in BG and Sweat and Reddick, who are double-digit sack guys. So as much as you might take a lot of hits on the back end, which we'll yep. get into in a second, but you, you're returning a pretty good nucle- nucleus who get after the quarterback here. And that's why I said um, even if they lose a multitude of free agents, the cover's not bare. You know, it, it's not great as it, we, as it was. I mean, 2022, we were spoiled like never before in a wealth of riches on defensive personnel. But when you consider the holdovers, um, it wasn't bad. Is, is it, is it great? Is it better than good? That remains to be seen. Um, obviously you have to find and plug and play some players, younger players, cap friendly players. Uh, doesn't mean they can't have a good defense, but uh, when you bring a Brandon Graham back, you are bringing in the lock, the consummate locker room guy. And when I say that, I don't just mean a football player. I mean a guy that you want young players to look up to, pattern themselves after as professional, young professional athletes. Unfortunately, we have too many young athletes out there that once they get a dollar, they, they lose their minds in, in terms of spending uh, and think they've arrived. Right. Um, and, and older players try to tell a lot of them, look, man, it's a maturation process being a professional athlete. What you have today may not be the case tomorrow. Some players listen. Unfortunately, many others don't. But you have a guy like Brandon Graham who everybody respects in that locker room uh, to continue what he's doing with these guys because there's going to be transition. Whether it's veterans or young players, there's more transition coming. You want that kind of stability. If Jason Kelsey comes back, we know Lane Johnson is coming back. 
Uh, guys like that are the guys who are the epitome of leaders in a locker room as men as well as professional athletes. Yeah, no question. Uh, so uh, I'll, I'll give you a little quote here. Josina Anderson had it on Twitter. You can follow her at Josina Anderson. Uh, just got off the phone with uh, – this is her tweet. Just got off the phone with Eagles defensive lineman Brandon Graham. And this is the quote from Brandon. Quote, I haven't officially signed yet, but it's pretty much done. I'm coming back. It wasn't about the money. I love Philly. I don't want to miss a championship with Jalen. Jalen is the man. I told my agent, make it happen. Is that not the most Brandon Graham quote like ever, yep. right? I mean, that That's is him. so him. It tells you where his values are, what he's all about. He's all about the team. I love exactly. it, man. I love he it. Doesn't, it's not about the money. He's made his money. He understands that. You know, he's past his he's past his big money prime, but he's still at 34, is a serviceable, a serviceable defensive lineman in the National Football League. And he he embraced a, a reduced role. He told us that all last offseason. He yep. embraces a reduced role. He's not one of these guys who whose ego is bigger than than the overall team and what the what you're t- trying to accomplish. So everything that he has said and the fact that they've arrived at this, I'm not surprised. Now, as a as, as a businessman. When you hear when you hear rumors that Detroit and Cleveland are interested, you got to listen, and then you sit back, you talk to your spouse if you're married, and say, you know what, is this good for us? Even if it's just one year, two years, is this good for us? If we if we take less, are you okay with that? Right. Do we want to move the kids around? Even though we could go home to Detroit, do we want to keep them here where they're comfortable? We know people here, we're in a community here, or do we want to go back home where we're around family? Mm-hmm. You know. A lot of things just not about let's sign, let's get it done. You right. said it's, it's it's a family decision, man. Yep, absolutely. And and he handled it as well as you can handle it. That's for sure. All right, so that's that's piece one of this thing today. Piece two, we'll just stay with the Eagles for a minute because there's other sports as well. But um, Darius Slay has been granted permission to seek a trade. Now let, let's start yeah. with this. Um, you last week discuss the possibility of him being traded um so let me first off hat tip appreciate you bro no, number one because you're always on this stuff yeah. and what typically yeah. ha- and i'll speak for you in this instance which i never do but i will for a second what okay. happens a lot of times when you, not you you sometimes but it, everybody gets this sometimes you'll report something and then there's a lot of people who want to jump on it poo poo it and talk about what garbage it is and all yep. this other stuff, okay? Yep. And, and I know for a fact, because I got blowback as well on this, that when you reported that, people were saying, no way, it's never going to happen, D-gun, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. So anyway, you're too classy to do the I told you so. Now, it doesn't mean he's going to get traded. You just said there's a distinct possibility he could get traded. And right. here we are. Here we are. So the floor is yours. Um, you're right. In this chat, this daily chat, as well as Twitter, you know, people make comments. I said, okay. You know, you know, they know more than I do. Uh, yeah, I'm just throwing stuff out there against the wall. Okay. Um, there's a good possibility he could return to the Eagles mm-hmm. because, first of all, you have to find a trade partner. I don't think anybody at 32 is going to give Darius Slade the, the kind of money he's looking for, whatever the case may be. And from what I understand as of this morning was he wants a restructured deal, wants more money. The Eagles are not willing to comply with his wishes right now which led to them saying, okay, go out there. His agent is Drew Rosenhaus. Go out there and see what you can get. And if Slay leaves, you know, the Eagles are fine with that because they're thinking, okay, what can we get in in return by way of picks? You know, as we've talked about, 
the Eagles are good in the first, second, and third rounds in draft picks, but they don't pick again until the seventh round. They have a total of six picks, okay? And they get no compensatory picks this year. So Howie wants to get some of those middle-round picks. That's where you build the foundation of a team is those middle-round picks. And because they're, 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 they're in no man's land rounds four, five, and six, Howie wants to get multiple picks. I get that. Darius Slay, you've served your purpose well here. If it's time for you to move on, then it's time for you to move on. People are like, there's no way they're, they're not going to have Slay or, or Bradbury or both. Well, yeah, there is. Happens all the time in the National Football League. You don't want to see it happen, but it has to happen sometimes to get younger to get better. Take and a look at Tennessee, by the way. Tennessee's oh whacking goodness. everybody left and right. Bud Dupree, oh uh, Luan, uh, Woods. We could go on and on. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're De- right. No, Derek, Derek Henry possibly being yeah, traded. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just you know, slicing and dicing, man. So are the Rams. You know, and, and, and you look at what Utah did in the NBA last year. They gutted that whole team. You know, an organization identifies, okay, we've gone with this nucleus, we think, as far as we can go. It's time to try something different. Yeah. And, and that's what every team in the NFL does. If you don't if you don't get that brass ring at the end, we've got to try something different. This worked okay up to a point, but it's not working enough for us. Now, what the Eagles did last year almost worked to perfection for them, mm-hmm. and they understood it was they were oh, they were top heavy in terms of what could possibly happen. Now we're starting to slowly see it, you know, and. If they get younger to get better, you may have to take a step back a year to get back to where you want to go, meaning you get to the playoffs, but you may not get to the Super Bowl. That's all right, because you're bringing in a whole new wave of players that are going to get that playoff experience, which will help them down the road, as it did with this team in 2021, when they had a bunch of young players and a young quarterback at the helm. They got tattooed by Tampa Bay, but look at the valuable lesson those players learned to get to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. It's just a revolving cycle in the NFL, especially in that league. Uh, and the other thing is too, Derek. I, people are making the parallel that one and one equals two. Like in other words, Slay. If Slay gets traded, oh, that means automatically Bradbury's back. It does no. not. It doesn't no. mean that. Um, yeah. It means you're going to have some money freed up to be able to do some other things. It's going to be. Right. It could mean, like you said, potentially more picks added. Certainly in the middle of the mix of this thing. Um, but yeah, you could be looking at a, an entirely new. Uh, starting corners for sure. Yes. And for that matter, whole new secondary because Epps yep, yep. and CJGJ are yep. all free agents, man. This yep. could look completely different on the back end. Ab- absolutely. And and people don't want to come to grips with the realization. Young players that they say they don't want to see back there like Job and some of these guys may be getting extended playing time. It's part of that growth process. You know, every player doesn't develop or accelerate at the same rate. You know, and sometimes you got to go through the fires to, to, to get to where you want to be. And hopefully what these young men who who, who had inconsistent uh, contributions uh, in 2022 will utilize that to their advantage to get that much better in 2023. It remains to be seen. Some players may never take that next step, but you hope that what you have in house is good enough to get you to that next level and to get you out from being so cap heavy. Um when you have three and then you have three of the first 94 picks in the draft coming up as well four 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 of the first oh yeah four of the first uh 94 picks in the draft dude that's a good place to be in to try to get younger right and and it's yeah. a good it's a good corner draft i know you don't always want to necessarily just draft based off of need but there are some especially derek as you know there's going to be such a rush on the quarterbacks 
which is going to leave a lot of players, whether you want to go interior defensive yes. line, whether you want to yes. go edge, whether you want to go corner, whatever, that are going to be sitting there. Certainly, if you stay put at 10 and or you dangle yep. that 10, move yep. down a little bit, you know X is going to be there at player X, player Y, whatever. And you can. this is how you quickly turn it over, man. I know Absolutely. right now we, we all wanted everything to be run back and, and the same exact team take a run next year. I get it. I would have loved to have seen that too. But the reality is that's not what it's going to be. This right. is how you go about an aggressive on the move. I'm not going to say rebuild or retool. That's not what they're doing. But when you have an offense that, that they have and you have a pass rush that they have, you can fix things on the back end. It, you may take a little bit of a step back right away because they're young, likely going to be young, but you be better for it as you go forward. You, you have to, it's, it's that revolving cycle in the NFL. And now, look at how many, look at how many teams right now are restructuring. Uh, players today, all of a sudden, the restructuring frenzy is going crazy across the NFL. You know why? Because tampering's coming up a few days from now. Yep. Teams are already thinking, okay, we got to free up some money to go after this guy and possibly go after this guy, or maybe we can trade this guy, get some more draft picks, so we can do this. Um, I'm not, I'm not surprised one bit. You know, um, now the onus is on Howie because if they're determined to get younger, he's had two good drafts the last two years. You got to hit home runs again this year, more so than the previous two years. You have to hit home runs this year um, because you're going to have to plug and play a lot more players than you wanted to, or maybe you anticipated uh, before the season was over. And so now you got to you got to get behind your closed doors with your scouting staff, and you got to make sure that your your draft board is impeccable this year mm-hmm. because everybody you want is not going to be where you want them, and they're going to be gone before you get them. So what are your second and third options as well? Um, and you got to make sure whoever you get can be somebody that can help us. They may not have to be every down players right away, a few of them, but they've got to give us some kind of contributions so we can continue to build this thing in 2024 as well. Yeah, I mean, look, that's what it is, man. I mean, that, that's that's what you're doing here. And I, look, I, I think slight for me, look, I, in watching him over the last couple of years, he, he was a huge upgrade off of what they had. And, and he's still a really good corner, but he's not, he, he's far from great. And he did not have a, a, in my opinion, a quality close the last year. I thought he was okay. He right, wasn't right, special right, by right. any stretch. Bradbury right. was better. Right. Um, so I can live with this if, if understanding the plan. And like we talked about, not only do you have to get this year's draft right, the guys you already have in house yep. have to be good. Yes. You know, if Jordan Davis goes there and stinks out the joint and, that's a problem. Cam Jurgens can't play at guard if he spells in for say Amalo and uh and or Nicobe Dean can't play. That's a problem. That's You're a gonna problem. have problems, man, because it's hard to win every week 38-35. Yeah, it's it a hard is, thing bro. to do. Yeah, it is. Very few teams can do that, man. Um, and, and there's always that one or two games where your automatic points just don't come. Everybody has off day in life. You know, we've seen that time and time again. Um but but I, I and I can't emphasize this enough. I just like I like the position the Eagles are in in terms of roster right now, especially in the offensive side of the football. Do they need to tweak it a little bit? Yep, they will. You know, um, how well it will it work when they retweak it? Don't know. Mm-hmm. Will they have to make major cosmetic uh, overhauls on defense? Well, free agency is coming up. We assume they will. I don't know. I still sit here thinking how he's going to surprise us and be able to get one or two of his guys back to go along with the Brandon Graham and still be able to take care of Jalen Hurts. You know, nobody does it better in the NFL in terms of restructuring money than Howie. But I do believe this defense is going to have significant new look. You, coaching, 
players. It all has to come together at some point. How long will it take? That's a key, especially with the type of schedule they have coming up next fall. Yeah. And look, this doesn't mean he's going to be traded. It means he's right. probably either going to be dealt or this thing's going to be restructured. Apparently he wasn't real happy with restructuring. There's rumors that he wanted, to, they wanted him to take a pay cut. He isn't happy about that. Uh, he's made it very clear. You know, he wants to, he wants more money. I, I get it. There, there's good. There's some kind of impasse and his, his agents drew Rosen out. So, you know, this will, uh, I don't know how this, how smooth this is going to go or bumpy it's going to go, whatever the case may be, but you got a couple of, you got a couple of heavyweights butting heads here with him and Howie. Well, I will say this in, in Drew Rose, Rosenhaus, whether you like him or not, there's a reason why he gets the bulk of the big name players in the NFL. He is a king of wheeling and dealing. And if there's an agent out there that can dangle a Darius Slay in front of other teams to see what's biting, this Drew Drew Rosenhaus is that guy. I wouldn't be surprised if Drew could find a trade partner for them. It's just a matter of what that team's offering. Does it pique the Eagles' interest in terms of trying to make a deal and move out from under Slay? I think Slay is due to make $17 million this year, and his cap hit is $26 million. That's right. a big cap hit for a team that has to move in a different direction and try to free up free up some money to do some other things. Uh, if Slay is not willing to restructure his contract like some players are, then it tells me it's time to move on from him. You know, he came out the other day and said he wants to be here. He wants to do that. You know, with players who say that take the road of Elaine Johnson, they, they find a way to help the team, you know, free up money so you can help keep the team competitive at its highest level. If Slay is all about trying to get his money right now, it tells me then it's time to move on and look for somebody to replace him. Yeah. So uh, from an Eagle standpoint, that's the big news today. Uh, they've restructured Jake Elliott to free up a little bit of, of coin. We knew that yeah. was coming. Yeah. Uh, you figure Lane's probably next. Um, beyond that, they hired DJ Elliott yesterday to be the linebackers coach. He comes over from Temple. He is not coaching the NFL. He's, he's got a, a long career in college football. Uh, the the sub headline to that is no Matt Patricia, which I'm sure people are rejoicing over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they get DJ Elliott. Um, big news uh, beyond even the Eagles, man. It's been a crazy day. Flyers have fired Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, He's out. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, Danny Briere is the interim. Apparently, this is the start of a lot of things. Gunner, this needs to be wiped clean. This needs to be flame <clears throat> thrower just going across the board here and get all the old guard out. I know the traditions. I know how much people love the the Broad Street Bullies, right, and right. Sparky and Holmgren and all those guys. I get it. I was there too, as a kid. But it's time to reinvent this thing completely. And this is the first step. Here's here's the only thing. Why are you? We're gonna have Al Morgani join us, by the way, at one thirty with Sal Palantonio at one o'clock. We got a loaded show today. I'll I'll ask you this, and I'll ask Al this later. Why would you have him be here during the trade deadline? I have no idea. Why well, would you have I, him? I I believe, I believe because they were giving him one last chance to see if they can move. You know, James Van Riemsdyk is going to be a free agent this year. I believe they were trying to move him and, and possibly getting some young pieces back. He was unable to do that. Now, Fletcher came out and said there was no trade partners for Van Riemsdyk. Okay. Um, that's his story. The organization might have said going in, you've got to make some kind of move. You know, we've got to get something in return for him before he's a free agent. You know, and it didn't happen. That could have yeah. been a part of the story as well. But you look at his track record since he's been here, it has not been a very good track record in, in terms of putting together um, competitive team. Um, 
So I do believe they gave him that one last chance at the trade deadline to do something. It didn't happen. They said, okay, we've gone as far as we can go with this guy. This season's a wash just like last season was. I mean, this team hasn't been to the playoffs since, what, 2019, I believe yeah. it is? Well, they had one okay. appearance in the playoffs in his four years. And, and, you know, it was, yeah, that's it. It was the bubble year, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Or whatever you're, yeah. whatever we're yeah. calling it, yeah. the NBA equivalent to the bubble. Yeah, you know. I know. It's, it's highly frustrating. So we'll talk to Al about that. Can't wait to talk to Sal, too. Uh, coming up at one o'clock Phillies man you think we're done we're not done um not really loving either one of these things but I guess it could have been worse so Andrew Painter the 19 year old phenom mm. we've been waiting 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 for an update Derek it's been nine days since he he had tenderness in that elbow mm-hmm. so we finally get some answers now they 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 put a release out so they're shutting him down for four weeks okay so equivalent to a month uh right proximal ulnar collateral ligament sprain sprain mm is the key word here. So their hope is just be a little cautious with this thing. Shut the guy down for a month. Things should be fine. We'll see. You start hearing ulnar collateral and all that stuff. I start getting really nervous when it comes to pitchers, man. Well, well, the good thing is him being 19, you know, 19 year olds heal a lot quicker than 29 year olds. Very true. So maybe a 30 day rest uh, is exactly um, what they, what, what he needs. But, I wouldn't put a timetable on it. When you you're right. When you're talking about that that, that UCL ligament, you know that's that's a tricky ligament, man. And that thing once it once it becomes irritated, it can frustrate you for an entire season. See, there's no rush on this kid to come to the major leagues. There's really no rush in him to be anywhere to pitch. Everybody knows what he is. They the organization knows he is the creme de la creme of the pitching staff of the future of this organization. If you have to shut him down two three months, so what? Right. You know. We talk about there's a possibility he could break camp with the big club coming back north after training camp. Yeah. If he doesn't, this pitching staff is still very much intact. You know, um, he doesn't need to pitch triple A, double A, single A right now. Right. First and foremost, I don't want to see end up like Strauss down in Washington. Uh, Strasburg, yeah. yeah. I mean, Strasburg. Yeah. yeah. One Strasburg uh, had that arm injury. He's never the same pitcher. And I don't want to see this happen to this kid at early age. You know, shut them down now. I'm going to give the, the Phillies the benefit of the doubt that they have a great medical staff, good training, uh, good training staff that will keep treat this thing with kit gloves. Right. Don't don't put a definitive timetable on him like 30 days. You know, something like that. I would just say week to week. Yeah, tell me how you're feeling, yeah. man. Let, yeah, let's talk in week. a couple of weeks, and if you're still not right, good. We'll take. We'll t- look, this could potentially be a huge, huge bullet dodged. You know, potentially yeah. if this is all yeah. this is, you get the kid some rest. He comes back better than ever. Very much could be that. Let, let's let you know, glass half full as far as that goes. Absolutely. The other one, I'm a, I'm not as concerned, but a, a little bit. They shut down Ranger Suarez too. He was pitching in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Uh, and felt a a little tightness in the forearm. They shut it down. He's back in Clearwater. He, you know, he talked to I think Alex Coffey, who we had on the show last week or mm-hmm. the, earlier this week. Sorry, from the Inquirer. And said, look, it's nothing to worry about. I'm just shutting it down for a little bit. I felt some tightness. I just don't want to take any chances. Okay. Well, you know, extra pitching during the offseason, that's understandable. You know, they still have, what, three weeks before they have to come back? Yeah, to three the weeks. Yep, three you weeks. Know, so, Absolutely. You know, yeah. there's no rush on him. Give his arm some rest, you know. Yeah. Let, let the man rest up. He doesn't, he doesn't need to pitch in, in training camp, uh-huh. you know, spring session. We know what he, he's capable uh-huh. of doing. Yeah. You know, get, get him ready for when it counts most, man. Um you know, a lot of these players they, they play in these 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 tournaments and, and these and these winter ball things and you know and when you're used to having your body shut down at a certain point, 
you know, it's like shock value when you continue to do it instead of taking care of your body, let it heal up, you know, things like that. So he put a little strain on his body. If he says no big deal, take him for his word. Yeah. Get him ready. Get him ready because April will be here. Late March, April will be here sooner than you think. Yeah. All right. So, man, we came out of the shoot firing, man. We got we got a lot in store for you today. See everybody in the chat section. What's up, guys? We, we appreciate you, everybody streaming, everybody listening. Barrett, uh, vacation. Uh, apparently, he's he's – He's having a tough time, Gunner, trying to trying to reel in some of those fish in uh, in the Florida Keys. For, for- yeah, he 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 was straining. He was really straining on one of them. I told no, him we should tone. We, uh. See if you can pull that up, Tone, that, that he sent to us in the uh, in the group text with uh, I think Captain Tony sent it with with Barrett over on the side of the boat trying to get it done. See if we could get that pulled up. We'll give people a little taste of what's going on in in Barrett's world. He was out yeah. early today. I told, I told him and Captain Tony, I said, hey, I don't want to just see him reeling. I want to see what this fish looks like because that pole was bent over. Yeah. I said, I want to see what the fish is he's got on there. It's funny if he pulls up a tire. No, but oh, we didn't get a chance ah. to see. We didn't get a chance to see the end of it. We just saw him struggling with it a little bit. So we'll uh, we'll see if we can pull that up. But, yeah, busy day, man. We got Sal at 1, Al Morgani at 1.30. Uh, Sixers are playing tonight in Portland. Matisse Thibel comes back, and he's doing a little whining, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, you know, and, and obviously the, you know, the big news in the, in Flyers world with Chuck Fletcher out, Danny Briere is the interim, uh, GM for the time being. Um, but we, we will, we were going to hit everything, man. We're going to get to all of it. That's for sure. And I'll tell you, we, we were sitting there I, early this morning. I'm like, man, what are we going to talk about today? What are we going to do? Uh, and uh, it was like, bah, 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 bah. everything starts coming in. And then right before we got on the show, uh, we had the news about Brandon Graham. All right. So let's, uh. We have a tone. All right, let's do it. So here's a little video of Barrett. This is from earlier. This is like late, late morning, I would say, somewhere around there on on the boat with Captain uh, Captain Tony. Here we go. Uh, We got to play the video tone if we can, if it's unless it's frozen, not not just the still. All right. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. All right. right There you go. All right. Here it is. Okay, now look at how he's laboring. He's okay. laughing too, but in fairness, but yeah, yeah he's having yeah. a tough time. <laughs> look at look now, Barrett. Now Barrett's a big. Now look at how that pole's bent over. Yeah. Barrett is 6'5", 340 pounds, right? Strong as an ox, and and he's he's laboring with that that whatever's on the end of that line would have pulled me over the side, man. I'm only two twenty five, so yeah, my um, man's so having a tough time. Look, look so we, I mean that pole is straight down. Whatever we, it is, yeah, I could know. be a group. It could be a grouper. Could be a, a tuna. I mean, shoot. You know, man. You know better than that. Thanks, Tone. Appreciate it, man. You, wow. you know better than I do. That that looked like if Barrett's struggling like that, that's something. That's a big boy. He he's trying to reel in right there, man. That is no joke. I keep yeah. texting him and Captain Tony. Hey, where's the picture of the fish? I don't want to hear it got away. I want to see the picture of the fish. Yeah. You know, so I'm waiting to see that as well. Hopefully they send that so we can see what he see exactly what he caught. Yeah, be interesting. Yeah. All right, so let, let's come back. Let's dig a little bit further into the Eagles. Uh, I got a couple of questions. We'll we'll still talk about Brandon Graham. We'll talk about Slay, but I got a couple of questions I want to pose to you regarding specifically Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. Uh, and Jalen Hurts, who was honored last night at the Maxwell Club Awards. Uh, so we'll do all of that uh, when we come back. So don't go anywhere. Busy day, man. It is. It's happening fast and furious. And the way this day's going, we don't be surprised if something else comes yep. down. It's, it's still. I'm looking at. I'm looking at, at Twitter. It's still. It's still a lot of chatter on Twitter, man, about yeah. movings and comings and goings and. A great way to end the week, except I'm beat up, but it's a great way to go to end this week. Oh, we, and we need to get that. So we'll talk about that oh, when we come goodness. back while you're a little uh, worse for the wear. All right, we'll do I'm that when we come up, back. 
also. All right. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group because knowing who to trust with your finances can be a very scary proposition. That's for sure. And I was, I'm right there, man, front of the line for a long period of time. But I can tell you from personal experience that I found someone who I trust, who you can trust, and that's Jim Murray of Principal Financial Group. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, uh, if you have a business and you're trying to get your employee benefits off the ground. That's another resource that Jim can help you with. I know I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover to Jim, and I couldn't be any happier. You will be as well. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. Or you can email him, Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray, dot Jim at principal.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Hi, everybody. My name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, owner appreciation event. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action news and AccuWeather. The team you trust.
We're back. We're back on a crazy Friday, crazy good kind of Friday. That's for sure. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett off today. We're hanging out with you. Uh, great to see everybody in the chat room, everybody streaming, everybody listening. As always, Sal Palantonio at 1 o'clock, Al Morgani, 1.30. All right, so you had you had granddaddy duty, as they say, uh, last night, Gunner. And as we, when we spoke yesterday, you, you were – not um, optimistic that it was going to be a smooth one. Uh, <laughs> how did it play out, man? You ever had your butt kicked by militant midgets? <laughs> it's, it's very demoralizing, man. That 19-month-old granddaughter decides to wake up at 2-something in the morning, and she's crying. She's calling, Nana, Nana, Tata, Tata, Nana. And we're like, shh, you're going to wake up your brother. She won't stop. Then the brother wakes up crying. So now I got two of them at one time. My wife, who's just trying to sleep, takes the 19 month old and puts her in the bed with her. She wants to later have a conversation. The, the six month old wants to eat. Okay. I'm scrambling to get a bottle ready. I've got this a, a water heater and, and, and the bags of, of milk in the bottle, yeah. you know, and I get breast milk in my eye. <laughs> okay. There was the beginning of a bad long night. So now he's wide awake. They want to talk. I got the, I got the lights off. And they're sitting next to each other. I got one try. I take the uh, the nineteen month old out of the bed because she won't let her grandma sleep. Um, and so I put her on the couch with me in in our in the bedroom here. And she doesn't want to lay down. She wants to talk. And her brother's up, and I'm trying to feed him a bottle. And he just he wants to talk. He wants to talk and play. In the dark, these two are having a conversation. And I'm like, oh this is a conspiracy. This they plotted this, right? I finally. Now, again, the, the first one wakes up a little after 2.30. I finally got the six-month-old, after I got him to drink at least half the bottle, um, I finally got him to sleep around 4.45. And I got the sister to sleep uh, at about 4.57. Oh, my God. Last time I saw the clock, as I tried to get some sleep, it was 5.30. So if I start drooling, you'll know why in a matter of minutes. And, and my daughter's like, Dad, I'm so sorry. You know, we had them trained at this, that, and the other. I'm like, yeah, right. That's fake news. I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> they come over here. They just lose their minds. Oh, you know, my God. And do, yeah, dude. So I woke All up right. this morning. I felt like I was in a 12-round fight, and I lost the two little mil militant midgets. All right. All right. Well, hang in there. We'll get you through it, man. The good thing is we're, we got a lot hey, happening. So if I start doing this, yeah, yeah. I it got ain't you. personal. It's just business. I understand. <laughs> um, all right. So we we off the top of the show, we talked about, uh, Brandon Graham and agreeing to a one-year deal. looks like $6 million is the terms. This is interesting, Derek. So he'll suit up uh, for his 14th season, which would tie Chuck Bednarik for the most in Eagles history. If he pays, plays 11 games, he will set the mark for most games played. He'll pass Harold Carmichael at 180. Uh, these are the people he passed along the way. Harold Carmichael at 180, Brian Dawkins at 183, David Akers at 188. That's pretty wild, man. That, that is, you talk about a career, that's a career. That is beyond a career. And I've talked to him about this so many times. It's such a rarity for a defensive lineman to be with the same team for 14 seasons. That just doesn't happen in the NFL, man. But, you know, Bear, uh, uh, Brandon Graham is an exception to a lot of rules in a locker room as, and as a player. Um, and how many players do you know, Rob, would take – you know, pay cuts to stay with the same team. Now, this is the second time Rare. he's done it, you know, uh, to stay here in Philadelphia. You know, he could have made a lot more money going somewhere else years ago. 
his last big contract when he could have gone to the Giants. He, t- he decided to stay here. And we, we talked about it earlier in the week, the rumors out there that, you know, well, I know for a fact that both Cleveland and Detroit were pursuing him heavy, uh, you know, or, or inquiring about his availability. Um, and, you know, if he's taking three, four, five million less than what those teams were offering, that tells you what he thinks about the organization and playing in front of these Eagles fans. You know, players always talk about, man, when you play in Philadelphia, it's unlike a lot of stadiums. You know, when you, but I, I will say when you, the Eagles, Seattle, Kansas City, Green Bay, when you go to those stadiums, man, your ears are ringing after a game, you know. Um, and, and so, Brandon, it was more about comfort for him and his family, more so than about the almighty dollar. Mm-hmm. Brandon, Brandon Smart with his money, won't have to worry about money for the rest of his life. You know, even though he's taking less money now, he's still very well set. Um, his kids get to grow up here, continue to grow up here, stay in the environment they're in. This is where they were born. Um, what more you want? His wife's on board being here. They can always, you know, Detroit's a short, short, you know, puddle jumper. Uh, you know, they can go home anytime they want. You know, guys like you and me, we're always looking to see where we can get the cheapest flight going somewhere. You know, Brandon Graham, they can take off and go whenever they please. Whether they want to drive to Detroit, you know, make it a family road trip, or, you know, if he wants to take a flight. So, mm-hmm. got the best of both worlds by staying here. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's it, it's good news, man. It, it's good news. It's one of those things you weren't really sure, but you think about it. Again, you're bringing back, if you could get most of this, at least your edge guys, you know, back with, with Reddick and Graham and Sweat, and if, if Barnett gives you anything next year, if he's here or what, you know, whatever. But yeah. three guys in double digit sacks, you got to figure out the interior part of this thing. And a lot, a big part of that's going to be Jordan Davis. And a big part yeah. of that is going to be Milton Williams with extended snaps. Oh, yeah. You know, there, there's oh, no yeah. question. Um, but the, at least the front looks good. The front, for the most part, looks good. You're going to have to figure out your, your linebacking and secondary, and there's a lot to figure out there. That's for sure. Well, they have time. You know, free agencies right around the corner, depending on what they do. I'm still surprised we haven't heard more movement with the Eagles in terms of restructuring. Obviously, they tried to restructure Darius. That didn't work. Uh, they've already done it with the Jake Elliott. A few more are coming. They get they get BG back at a bargain basement price. You know, Howie Roseman is the king of wheeling and dealing, man. So, uh, un- unfortunately, we sit here with bated breath, sitting on our hands and, and, and fingers, waiting for him to tell us what they're doing to free up more capital. He hasn't done it this year as quickly as they've done it in years past, but you know he's got a plan in place. I'm looking forward to seeing exactly what that plan is. Yeah, no question. All right, so let, let me ask you this, uh, and just to throw this your way. In this regard, and by the way, congratulations to Jalen Hurts among the award winners last night at the Maxwell Clubs. I heard it was a, it was an unbelievable event um, up in the uh, up in the Poconos, uh, but they got it. They, they, he got the uh, he got the award, and he he finished his speech. In classic Jalen Hurts uh, yeah. manner, he says, "Quote: I didn't walk through the fire just to smell the smoke." And then he sort of dropped the mic and you know, did what did what he does. Um, great line, and he's got a million of them, by the way. Dude, that dude is the king of one-liners. It's incredible. So the question I have for you is, based off of what we've seen in his career, including last year, where he was the runner-up uh, to Patrick Mahomes for the MVP, have you seen enough to have full belief that this guy is elite? Or are you still on the fence that he's elite? You know, you could just look at it and say, hey, he had a great year and I feel good. But I don't know if he's elite. Are you in the elite category for him? I think he's an elite athlete. I'm still in the wait and see mode to see if he's an elite quarterback. 
I think he showed that he was willing to put in the time and the effort to make himself a much better quarterback. But I need to see just a little bit more. Um, he's an elite athlete to the point he can win you a Super Bowl. He can win you multiple multiple Super Bowls with his style of play. He's not your typical quarterback that comes out of college, man. He gives you something special with his ability to take off. He's very smart. Doesn't turn the ball over. Um, he's the consummate team leader. Everybody wants to play with this guy. And that's a lot for when you're 23, 24 years old and you can command the respect that quickly of guys who are highly decorated, big money, pro bowls, all pros, and they're on board with you like that. That says a lot about your character. So I think Jalen has the, pos- the the capability to do a lot of great things with this organization for years to come. I don't in any way, shape, or form think he is Carson Wentz part two in terms of having one phenomenal year and then all of a sudden tail spinning into a win. Um, if this team keeps if this team keeps moving in the direction it's moving in, strategic with the draft and free agency and, and keeping them in a competitive mode. This team is going to be a team talked about in the NFC for years to come. Yeah. I, look, I'm with you. I, the elite question is tough in that I, I need to see it for a few years. That, that goes to, for anybody. I, I need to see it. You know, like Patrick Mahomes is elite. He's done it. You know, it hasn't been a long, illustrious career, but it's been long enough. We know what he is. He's elite. Um, I think Burrow's getting there. Uh, he's getting close in terms of the really young guys. Yeah. I feel great about Jalen. Um, I, I feel I like he, he's headed down the elite path. The only thing that can stop this, and this is every single player who steps on the field, is an injury. Like, you're right. I, I'm glad you brought up the Wentz thing because there isn't any comparison because he's a team mm-hmm. guy. He's not insecure. He's he's open to coaching. He wants to be a leader to the entire locker room, which is a big thing, not just a, a faction of the locker room, which is one of the issues with Wentz. And there's not any – question whatsoever that if once this if and when and it's 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 when it's not if he gets the contract extension there's going to be no less work put in in fact no, i bet you the dude no. works harder i agree so for all those reasons i'm there man like I, let's go with him to think how how close you could situation like what washington has gone through the last couple of years revolving door quarterbacks they can't get it right to save their lives your team like carolina there are a lot of teams out there that are still searching for that that so-called franchise quarterback. Very few of them have them. The Eagles were very fortunate in hindsight, now that we look back, the Eagles were very fortunate to do what they do. Um, Jalen Hurts' work ethic is second to none during the offseason. I don't think he'll rest – I don't think he'll ever rest on his past laurels. No. I don't think money will ever define him. Um, I think he is exactly what we saw last offseason and this past season. A guy dedicated and committed to being the best that he can possibly be and constantly working on getting better every day he's out on a football field, practice field, in a training session, whatever the case may be. That is exactly the kind of leader you want stepping on the center for your franchise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no question. All right, so then let me ask you about the coach. Have you seen enough from Nick Sirianni, call it whatever you want, elite, to believe that he is that guy, that he is a Super Bowl, you know, winning kind of coach, perennial <clears throat> contender, perennial culture, rebuilding, just turning this thing over and over and over again as a as a as a phenomenal head coach? Well, we we asked the same question after Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl in his second year. 
And then all of a sudden after that, things started spiraling downward. Now, a big reason why was because of the multitude of injuries they had along the offensive line in the secondary after that Super Bowl year. Doug Peterson is a very good coach. Is Doug Peterson a, is a, an elite coach? Well, you guess what? you got to get to a few more Super Bowls before you can put that elite tag on him. I think Sirianni has the capability of being a so-called elite coach, but I cannot just base it off of what he just did this season. Loaded roster, you know. And I'm not saying, like some people out there, oh, anybody could have coached that team. No, not not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about it, Rob, you not only had a loaded team, but you had a team with a lot of egos. Okay? Think about it. You had a lot of big-time players on that defense and on that team with the egos. A.J. Brown, James Bradbury, uh, Kazir White, Mm -hmm. uh, Hassan Reddick. And even though they they walked humbly, uh, J. Gardner-Johnson. You know, these dudes knew these dudes, these guys know they're some of the best of the best at what they do. But the head coach, coaching staff, it starts with the head coach. Head coach, coaching staff, key players were able to keep everything in check in terms of this is the culture we want here. It's not about me, it's about we. That was a constant theme, has been for a long time. It's about we, not me. And I have to give him a lot of credit for being able to cater to and to control the multitude of big time egos he of egos he had on that roster mm-hmm. so it tells me he is an exceptional coach an exceptional leader of men but i cannot put that elite label on him yet until i see a little bit more body of his work yeah no listen i hear you and that's fair and that, it really yeah. is that is and i i think too if you, you could tie actually nick and brandon graham in in this sense you know both probably started off their Eagles careers a little bit rocky with Nick. It was basically uh, this guy, listen to him at a press conference. I don't know what he's doing. He's Harry high school and all this other stuff. And Brandon, it was, you know, he's not, he's not Earl Thomas, you know, he, he can't play man. He's right. not fit in this system and all that. It's just, that's why you got to have a little bit of patience. And it's really hard now because we have less and less in society and, and sports certainly, you know, blends into that. But you do got to give it a little while, man. Like, if for some reason Jordan Davis isn't blowing things up the first two games, just remember you got to give it a little bit of time. That's all. I mean, I, just you're, my you're, little you're asking caution. for a lot in Philadelphia. Yeah, because you know it's not going to happen. You no, know it's I, not hear happen. I hear. I hear. Uh, hey, t- yeah. go ahead. No, if, if he doesn't produce right away, and I mean big time, you know people are going to rain down on him just like they've done with players in the past. But hopefully it levels out to the point where he becomes that consistent. I want to see him. You know what? He's going to have wild factor games. But I just want to see him be consistent. I want to know that when he steps on the field, this is what you're going to get from him. We saw that in the early stages of Fletcher Cox's career. But as he got a little bit older, it became more inconsistent. I just want to see a young Jordan Davis maintain that level of consistency and be that cog in the middle that the Eagles drafted him to be. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, the uh, the Cowboys have cleared up thirty million in cap space. They restructured Dak and Zach Martin, two two of their heavy heavy hitters, yep. contract wise. Thirty million, man, it's a lot of money. One fell swoop, thirty million. It's a and lot of money. Weren't they upside down in the cap before? Let's see. I don't yeah. think the numbers have changed that quickly yet. Well, uh, I can guarantee you that there's a lot more coming with the Eagles. Oh, oh, real oh soon. my goodness, yes. Probably uh, Dallas, 
Dallas was sixteen million under the cap, under upside down in the cap. Over so yeah. sixty million over on the cap. Now they just freed up thirty million in yeah. one fell. You know, and, and we know the Eagles are going to do do some more. Uh, they didn't get what they wanted from Darius, so we're going to see. We're going to see how they do because if they're forced to keep him, which means they're going to be forced to pay that salary. Yep. You know that puts them in a little bind then because he's not willing to take that. That you know, and, and people forget when you're taking a cut, it doesn't necessarily mean you're losing money. It's no, just restructures different around. Than, than cut. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they're asking Darius to restructure and, and, and play at a lower rate, that means they're moving his money around. He'll get his money somewhere. You know, so before it's all said and done. But mm-hmm. you know, now that he's not willing to, you know, play play for a little bit less right now. He could have got he could have got he could have got got a bigger bump up front and played on a lesser salary, which helps his team out tremendously. But Mm -hmm. who knows? Who knows what we're gonna do now? Yeah, yeah. It's it's look, he doesn't there are certain guys that are a little bit more, I think, team oriented in that they're they see the bigger picture and they realize, yeah, I just have to be a little bit patient. I'll get my money down the line as opposed to immediately. I don't know that Slay strikes me as that kind of cat. I what is Slay tell? He hey, he wants that money. Uh-huh. He wants the money. You know, he's 32. Um is Slay is, is Slay worth 17 million right now at 32 years of age, based on what we just saw? Mm, I don't know. And he's asking for more at this point. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Mm, I hear you. I hear you. Look, it, it's it's not going to be easy finding a trade partner for him going into the la- – obviously, whoever trades for him would, would be extending him. But you have his age going against him. The fact that he's in the last year of his deal is going – against him and them trading him. This is going to be a challenge to trade him, Derek. As much as the, the headline is, oh, Eagles have given him permission to, to seek a trade, that is definitely the headline. But then the follow-up to that is, okay, are they really going to be able to realistically do it yeah. you know, is, yeah. the, is the other yeah. part of it. I don't. I don't feel as optimistic about that. No, happening. no. I, I think. I think it could come down to the Eagles taking what they can get for a day at this point. If there's somebody out there willing, even if it's, even if it's for a little bit lesser value than maybe what they're hoping for, you know, a fourth or fifth round pick instead of a third round pick or something like that. Um, I think they're willing to take it at this point to move on and, and try to revamp this team as quickly as they can in the best manner in which the salary cap allows them to. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And, and look, the, the other challenge that you're facing is, you know, what is your faith level here in Brian Johnson and Sean Desai? You know, Brian Johnson, it seems like it's, it's just sort of just keep the machine running, keep the assembly line running. You know, just, you don't really have to do anything real dramatic. You know, Desai's got his own ideas. He, I think he's he's sort of in the um, Vic Fangio family, obviously, with his history, and that's what Jonathan Gannon bought into. With whether we're, you know, the uh, yeah the three four, uh, you know, against the uh, the run, and then a four man against the pass. But he's going to put his own twists and turns on it, and and you got to mm-hmm. find out if you know what your belief level is both with him and 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 Johnson taking mm-hmm. this thing over because it is going to be a different look. He's calling plays. You know, and we don't we don't know. The big factor is we don't know how good or how mediocre this defense is going to look. And we're not going to know that until next year. We don't know if decides the answer at defensive coordinator. We don't. You know, we all thought Jim Schwartz was an answer. And look at how many people couldn't wait 
until Jim Swartz got out of town, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, now you have this decide. And his his you look at his resume, it's okay. There's nothing that really makes you go, wow, okay, this is the this is the guy. But they had to hire somebody, you know. They didn't want to give it to the guy in-house. Well, he left now and went to Baltimore. Um, and now you're going in a whole new direction. And they did their due diligence and, and interviewed everybody they felt that they wanted to interview defensive coordinator for the team and decide is what they arrived at. You know, they, they did all their research. You know, does that mean he, he he's going to make it look as good as it was? Eh, we're not going to have an answer to that until we watch next season, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, we can speculate. It, none of it's ideal when you lose this amount of coaches. I mean, you think about it on the defensive side. You lost your coordinator, your quarterbacks. I'm sorry, your linebackers coach, your secondary yes. coach, and another assistant just on that side of the ball. So that's a lot. I mean, four coaches, one of which was a coordinator. You know, they bring over Elliott from Temple. He takes over as the linebackers coach. And, you know, I, it, it's, uh, it's going to look a lot different, Derek, because not only that, it, it's major personnel changes. Um I think TJ Edwards is going to be back, but that's no guarantee. Kaiser White's probably gone. Nicobe Dean's going to be plugged in. Uh, you talk about maybe an entirely new secondary. You know, you're going to take a little bit of a step back for a second here. You're not. It's not going to be what it looked like last year. As much as we all wanted to, it's not. It's just not. I hope it's for only a second. The growing pains may be a, bit, a little bit longer than that. I, I hope it's. I hope the growing pains are minuscule instead of expanded over the bulk of a season. Um, and that's why I can't wait to see. I, I I don't see the Eagles being a major day one or day two player in free agency right now. I don't. But it doesn't mean that they can't pick off some, some quality veterans once the big money part of free agency subsides. You know, he did a great job with that last year, how he did. Let's see if he can do it again, you know. Um, but they've got to find a way to get that quarterback contract done. Uh, and they're working behind closed doors trying to get it done. Um, th- they've got to get that done to see where they are in terms of just how much maneuverability that they have to assemble the rest of this defense in particular. Yeah, for sure. So, and if you didn't hear, it was kind of lost in the shuffle of everything today, but it happened yesterday. DJ Elliott uh, comes over. He was the defensive coordinator and, uh, and secondary coach uh, for Temple and last year. And they actually, Derek, they led the AAC in sacks for what it's worth. They had 38 mm-hmm. sacks last year, which was the most in their conference. For, for what, again, I get mm-hmm. it. It's a mm-hmm. much different situation. But um, he does have ties to some of these guys as well uh, who were already here. Maybe some guys in other places. Uh, Zadarius Smith, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. Oh, look at you. Coach we he coached Davion Taylor at Colorado. Um, he obviously, uh, you know, has, has a history with some other guys here too. So, you know, that's something else to watch for. And I don't know how much that played into them bringing him in. I think Nick Sirianni talked about how they, they contacted like 50 references for DJ Elliott. He said that uh, last night prior yeah. to the Maxwell's or during the Maxwell's or whatever. Um, so he ends up here, but yeah, so it's, it's DJ Elliott was the, uh, was the latest move. And again, the, the big part of that is it's not Matt Patricia. And, for, and, for, a and lot of for, for a guy who career-wise has been a college coach, can he coach up NFL players? That's big also. Yeah. You know, a lot of coaches, they just can't coach up NFL players. It's a different beast. You start coaching up guys who make more money than you do. You know, you better be on your P's and Q's. It's a whole different approach in terms of how you try to communicate with them and, and get inside their heads and get the most out of them. 
if there's one inkling that they don't believe in what you're doing, that makes for a long season because they're not totally committed to what you're trying to get them to do within the structure of the scheme. And sometimes it veers off. You know, players think they know better than coaches. Um, hopefully he can make that transition. Yeah. Don't know yet. Don't, don't, don't know. Doesn't have a pro pedigree. Everything's college with this guy. Um, but. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that, that there wasn't at least a stop in the pros. Well, you know, obviously they, they, they've heard things and they, in, in talking to him, which they like, but I'm surprised he didn't, he doesn't have any, they didn't go for a guy with that kind of experience. See, see Tone says the good thing is that lum, linebacker room is young, much more impressionable and teachable than veterans. That's a valid point. Yeah. You know, especially if they go on a youth movement at linebacker as well. Uh, that's a, that's a valid point. That's a valid point. No doubt. No doubt. Right, let's, let's uh, get a break tone. I'm going to skip the live read here. Uh, when we come back, Sal Palantonio ESPN uh, is going to join us. Man, do we have a lot to talk about with Sal? Oh my God. It has been a wild day so far. So I'm looking forward to getting Sal's takes on everything that's happening. Eagles NFL wise. It has been uh been fast and furious today. That's for sure. Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are sports take Jacob sports, YouTube network right back with Sal. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today.
Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action news and AccuWeather. The team you trust. All right, welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett off today. Joining us now, I believe uh, this past Super Bowl was his 30th, covering his 30th wow. Super Bowl. ESPN national correspondent. No one does it better. I mean, no one than that man right there, Sal Palantonio. Sal. Did I get that right? Was it was it the big 3-0 for you? Yes, the big 3-0. Can't you tell me all this gray hair? <laughs> wow. Well, you're only 32 years old. You've been covering the Super Bowl since you were 32. You know, it's amazing, man. But uh, wow. it's good to see you, Sal, as good always. Man, what, you guys. what a day hey, man, to have you, you on. I'm good. The, the, I'm good. Fast I'm good. and furious. Let's start with Brandon Graham coming back. Uh, one year, we're hearing $6 million, Sal. But to have a guy like that, not only leadership, but production that he gave them last year, Coming back, your thoughts? Well, congratulations to Brandon Graham. You always want to be able to control your own destiny in life. Mm -hmm. And he is exactly, as D. Gunn likes to say, exactly where he should be uh, Mm -hmm. in life right now. And I think he'll be forever with the Philadelphia Eagles. He made the greatest play in Eagles history. No disrespect to Philly special. But as we learned last year, uh, that strip sack in the last Super Bowl, that strip sack of Tom Brady, that one stop in Super Bowl 52 was the difference between probably winning and losing against the Patriots. And Brandon Graham was the one. And D-Gun, you can confirm this for me because yeah. I know you know him very well. A, man of the year for the Philadelphia Eagles. But the reason why is not because of his play on the field, Rob. It's because after the Super Bowl, he stood up in front of his teammates and apologized that the defense could not get that one stop mm-hmm. against Patrick Mahomes in second and Andy Reid's offense in the second half. They got the one stop against Tom Brady. And Tom Brady had a record second, second performance. Uh, and they got the one stop. And they won Super Bowl 52, but they couldn't get it against Patrick Mahomes in second. And, and Brandon Graham, to me, made the greatest play in Eagles history. And he should be on the wall of fame, on the ring of honor, uh, everywhere where Eagles are honored. And I believe as a member of the pro football hall of fame selection committee, that he is a legitimate contender to get a bust. One of, uh, one wow. of the bronze busts in the hall of fame in Canton, Ohio. Yes, I believe that. Okay. Wow. Right. Sal, it is such a rarity for a defensive lineman to spend 14 seasons with one organization, but that tells you, what this organization thinks about him, not just as an athlete, but as a a person, a representation of their organization and their culture, what they stand for. Stand-up community guy, stand-up guy in the locker room. You're never going to see his name on a police blotter anywhere. And, you know, you go back to when he really struggled early in his career, and they stood by him, even through the rough, the turbulent waters, when he was injured, wasn't making the plays. They saw something in him that maybe we missed, and here we are today, and he's still here. This is the second time, really, he's he's decided to stay in Philadelphia and when he could have made big money elsewhere. He tells you what he thinks about the organization and what that organization thinks about him. Every professional organization in sports or otherwise, uh, military, 
business, uh, mm-hmm. whatever you want. You want somebody like Brandon Graham, uh, who's loyal, productive, a leader. Uh, when, he, when nobody's looking, he's leading. And that's the kind of leader that you want. Uh, you know, I'm not going out on a limb here by saying he's a generational player in terms yeah. of his leadership and what he has brought to this football team and this community. Uh, I don't think there's anybody better. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Sal, let, let's go to the other big story. Uh, Darius Slay has been given permission to work out a trade. Now, what we're hearing is the Eagles wanted to restructure, wanted him to, to kind of spread the money out a little bit more and maybe even take a pay cut. He's not willing. Um, what's the likeliness that this guy gets traded? And where do you think things stand with him and the organization right now? You know, this is a new one. This is a shocker. We all woke up to this this morning. I am a little surprised by this, that, that they would pull the plug so quickly on whatever's happening behind the scenes and say, all right, go out and try to get a trade and try to get your money. Because Darius Slay made it very clear that he wanted an extension and he wants to stay here and he wants to finish the job that they started. So the fact that that was leaked to Diana Rossini uh, and her reporting is uh, spot on as usual uh, tells me that something, some kind of friction happened behind the scenes. I'm surprised by it, Rob. I really Mm -hmm. am. Yeah. And and it's Rosenhaus too. And you know, that can be kind of combustible sometimes, Sal. We've seen this, we've lived this movie, uh, you know, before, not an easy guy to trade. I mean, I, I know whoever trades for him would extend him, but you got about an older player now at that position at 33. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh. I mean, he's a middle-aged. He, very, no, I'm not saying about the age. He was oh. pretty productive, though, this offseason. I mean, yeah. uh, did he have a great Super Bowl? Probably not. Um, did he have a good enough Super Bowl? Did he have a great season? Absolutely, 100%. Mm-hmm. He should be back. He proved to be a good leader. You know, I think the success – of Nick Sirianni in two years was because he had young players like Jalen Hurts and veteran players like Brandon Graham and Darius Slay who were willing to lead from the field in the locker room. Darius Slay was a pretty good leader for this team. He really was. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sal, one of the biggest offseason stories is what is, what is Jalen Hurts worth uh, <laughs> as a quarterback? I mean, we saw what Derek Carr just got with New Orleans. We talk about it all the time, how Arizona and, and, and Cleveland blew the doors off of what you give a quarterback. When you look at the body of work of a Jalen Hurts, what he just went through, what is he worth on the market right now? Right. So, And this is the story, right, guys? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the reason why they're being you know, very cautious right now, they didn't tag anybody. Uh, apparently they've said to Darius, go out and try to get yourself traded and get the money that you want is because really you have to take care of Jalen hurts first. Mm -hmm. I'm not speaking out of bounds here. I think it's pretty clear that they have to have the money, both in terms of cap space and cash to pay Jalen hurts. What do I think his market value is? I said it on your show during the year. $250 $250 million guaranteed. Mm-hmm. $50 million a year for five years. $250 mm. guaranteed. I think that's what the, he's just sitting there, right? And he's saying, hey, they gave Derek Carr $100 million. They gave Daniel right. Jones $100 million. That's I just right. took this team to the Super Bowl in the second year as a full time <laughs> start. Come on. Yeah, it could, I mean, it couldn't have worked out better for him. No. Uh, not only, Sal, does he crush it this year and, you know, runner up MVP. 
you're right. You're seeing all the other guys and what they're getting, and those guys can't hold a candle to them. Let's face no, it. No, they really can't. I mean, it's, it's crazy, right, Rob? So the question is, do they get it done now? Because they really don't have to get it done now. They, am I wrong about that? But I think they can wait one more year before they have to. Yeah. He's heading in. Yeah, he's got the last year of the deal. He doesn't yep. have the fifth year option because he was a second rounder. But he is in. He, he does have another year left. He'll yeah. make about four million this year. Right. So the, the right thing to do is to pay Jalen Hurts. We can all agree on that. The right thing to do is to pay yeah. him uh, because he has earned it and he deserves it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the right thing to do is to pay him now. And I think they realize that they can't go into this season with the man being paid $4 million a year. It can't happen, right? Yeah, just, just look can't. down the road. That didn't work out real well for Baltimore, right? And they're still trying to figure that thing out. Yeah, and I think they're two different players in terms yeah. of a lot of different things. But, yes, you're right. Um, I mean, but you just can't go into this year paying a guy $4 million. It would be an outrage. Yeah, yeah. So, do you agree we're going to see this Eagles defense look drastically different because of all the players out there that could potentially make a lot more money than Eagles are willing to pay them? I don't know. I think the market is pretty tight in the NFL right now. Um, I think everybody's pinching their pennies. Why? Because quarterbacks are getting so much money. Wide Mm -hmm. receivers are getting so much money. Both of those positions are now demanding uh, guaranteed money that we haven't seen before in NFL history. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of teams are sort of like trying to figure out where things are. Uh, So I'm not sure. But, you know, this was an all-star team on defense. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but Pro Football Focus just, just did their top 100 for 2022. The Eagles had 13 players in the top 100 graded out, okay? Sure. No other team had seven, more than seven. The Chiefs had seven. No other team had more than seven. The Eagles had 13 grayed out in the top 100. Seven of them, of them were on defense, so the most that any other team had was Kansas City, a total of seven on offense and defense. The Eagles had seven on defense alone. Mm. Howie Roseman assembled an all-star team, mm-hmm. right? But they couldn't get that one stop against that quarterback and that coach yeah. in the Super Bowl. So you have to look at everything. You have to self-scout with the highest level of honesty that you can possibly have especially regarding what happened in the second half of the Super Bowl. Because you're probably going to try to have – you're going to have to go through Mahomes and read in order to win a title again unless something crazy happens. Yeah, so I, and it's it's we know it's an offensive league, but you're right. I mean, it did come down to that stop. But the Eagles view it as, look, last year was the exception. We're not going to have that kind of personnel. That is rare, maybe ever. We may not ever see that again. Man, we're just going to try to outpunch you you know, and outscore you. And we bring back most of this offense. If we have takeoff hits on defense, we take a couple of hits. Do you think that's the philosophy here? I don't know what the philosophy is, but this is it. They, they missed the Super Bowl title by three points. Yeah. Uh, a bad punt and one stop short on defense. Mm-hmm. That's pretty close. Mm-hmm. Plus what Howie Roseman did to go back to the Super Bowl in five years with a different quarterback and a different head coach Never been done before. Mm-hmm. Ozzie Newsom didn't do it in five years in mm-hmm. Baltimore. Mm-hmm. What he did was brilliant and historical and unprecedented. So my money's on Howie Roseman and that front office on trying to pivot again. I, 
I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to say they will be a Final Four team in 2023 in the NFC. I, I agree. I mean, D, come on, help me on this. I agree. They got to be a Final. I mean, who are your teams in the NFC? That's the beauty, Sal. This thing is very wide open in that conference, man. Who's your I, teams in the NFC? Well, Eagles. I, yeah, you go 49ers, but you don't know who's, how the quarterback situation is. Who's the quarterback? Purdy had his surgery today, but is, is it he? Is it Trey Lance? We Rogers don't know. is probably going to the Jets. He's out right. of the conference. Right. Yeah, and, th- and then it's the your division, I guess. I guess it's Dallas. Dallas, yep. You know, Giants are better, but eh, the South is better with Carr, I guess, New Orleans. But, yeah, you're right. There's nothing that really – you're not shaking in your boots with anybody. So, I mean, I think just we can deduce that the philosophy has to be we're not tearing this thing up and mm-hmm. starting over. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out how we can – we got this guy, number one, and that puts us in a position to win a conference title every year, no matter who we have. We got to figure out how to make that work. And everybody's going to want to come back. As you heard Brandon Graham say, hey, I told my agent I want to win a Super Bowl with Jalen. Figure it out. Yeah. Every, te- every player in the league is going to want to come. Right. Hometown discount. Figure it out. If, if, if I'm Slay's agent and Slay, I sit down and say, all right, well, we could probably get more money in where? Houston. Oh, okay. Chicago. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But do we want to go there and waste the five years of our life? Yeah. Or, yeah. At 32 years of age? Or do we want to take a little bit less money and stay in Philly? Right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. And, 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 you know, Sally, I think the other thing that we're all – we're, we're kind of overlooking a little bit of discounting maybe is Howie's ability to find that guy on the one-year deal at a cheaper rate. He wants to prove himself. Or he was in a situation where it just didn't work out like Bradbury. You know, we're kind of overlooking that part of it, too. This guy is a cat master, a wizard, if you will. And I, I think he'll be able to figure that part of it out. It might be a one-year, two-year deal. That's okay. I mean, it's kind of what you have to do here. Parse those guys in. And so what, what does the team need? Well, um, you, the philosophy always is build from the inside out, right? They got two first-round picks. I don't know if they'll pick at number 10 or try to slide. But clearly, you can't have enough pass rushers. Uh, I got to figure out, I don't know why Jordan Davis only had 10 snaps in the Super Bowl. I still can't figure that out. I mean, he was your number one pick in the draft, Derek, and he had 10 snaps in the Super Bowl. That's right. And same with Linval Joseph. Why did he have 10 snaps in the Super Bowl? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the answer to yeah, that. There's question. a lot of head scratching stuff in that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you got Jordan Davis. You got to get another pass rusher. You probably got to get a linebacker, uh, you know, offensive line. And then, and then you scout out. Uh, uh, I think you scout out for a veteran running back and a veteran exactly. safety. Veteran exactly. safety. Because even if you pick a safety, that safety's got to be. You know, he's got to be Ed Reed if he's going to start at safety in the NFL as a rookie. Yeah, it's yeah. very hard. To pl- it's one of the hardest positions to play. It's, it's cerebral and physical. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to find that guy. I mean, look what happened with Baltimore. They took that guy out of Notre Dame, and he was lost in the sauce most of the year. Yeah. Yeah, now it makes a lot of sense. So how about the, the 
the coaching turnover. Look, this kind of stuff happens when you win. You get poached. It just is what it is. Uh, let's start with Desai. Were you surprised it wasn't Denard Wilson? They didn't stay in-house? And what do you think about the Desai hiring? I, I like the Desai hiring a lot. I think he's a smart coach, and I think the players will really like him. But I think Brian Johnson's the key. Yeah. I mean, I am super impressed with Brian Johnson. Mm-hmm. Jalen and he are tight. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, Shane Steichen was brilliant in his play calling. What did we say? What was the number? If you include the Super Bowl, when Steichen was calling the plays, when Jalen Hurts was the starter, they only lost three games in two years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I think the Super Bowl made four. But that's incredible. Mm. So yeah. Brian Johnson's never called plays. So he's going to have to call plays, but I think he's smart enough to do that. And with Jalen and, you know, I think um, with, with Nick, I think they'll be okay offensively. I think the bottom line is they just need to be less static on defense. Mm. Move guys around more. Uh, I think that's the key. Uh, find ways to get guys with formation variation free at the quarterback. They had one great play on defense, Kansas City in the Super Bowl. It was a defensive back strip sack of Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> and he came in almost free, untouched. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't see that from the Eagles in that game. Mm. Hey, hey, Sal, do you think Howie Roseman still falls in the category of un- underappreciated for what he's done with this organization over the last couple of years in particular in terms of how he's drafted, how he's worked the cap, how he strategically has brought in free agents and so on and so forth. You still think he's underappreciated in some ways? No, short answer, no, Degon, I don't. Okay. Well, I mean, let's look at the top general managers in the league yeah. right now off the top of our head. Who are they? I think John Lynch is pretty good. John Lynch didn't go to Super Bowl. True. Who else? No. Well, the, the obvious one is I mean, Brett Veach. How, yeah. how, how, yeah, Brett Veach, yeah. 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 So I would say it's Veach and Roseman. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, yeah, it's a fair point. You know, there's no question about that. I mean, 14 and three, man, 14 and three. How about your rights out? The, the, the point to where they were in coming off the 20 season, they still had Carson Wentz here. They still had Doug here. And it looked like the roster was just eh, at best. Flips that into Sirianni and Hurts, a playoff appearance, and then a Super Bowl appearance within three points of winning it the next year is nothing short of remarkable. Historic, unprecedented. To go back to the Super Bowl five years later with a new coach and new Mm -hmm. quarterback. No one's ever done it. I don't think anybody will. Hmm. New coach and new quarterback? You know, but listen, Rob, it's super hard to go back to the Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. The number is the number. There are 18 straight quarterbacks who lost their debut in the Super Bowl have not gone back to the Super Bowl. 18 straight. That's crazy. That is crazy. 18 straight quarterbacks who lost their Super Bowl debut have not gone back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That so recent history says super hard to do it. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts will break the streak. I don't know what if it'll be this year, but I think he'll break the streak. But here's another one that's even more daunting. Who was the last head coach and quarterback combo to lose their debut in the Super Bowl, then go back and win it? It's only happened once in NFL history. 
coaching quarterback to lose their Super Bowl debut, debut together, then go back and win it. It would be Super Bowl four. Dolphins? No. Oh. Hank Stram and Len Dawson. Oh, my God. God. Jeez. That's a so freaking a long time 50, ago, man. 53 years ago, D-Gun. I was thinking Denver. Uh, you know, they went to this back-to-back Super Bowl. But, you, wow. But they, Hank but Stram. Hank Stram was the first coach wow. with, with a quarterback to lose their debut, yeah. then go back first and only. That's pretty wild. That's 53 boy, that's years pretty... ago. So it's not easy to do what they're attempting to do. Mm, Very hard. Sal, Sal, I have to ask you, um, getting away from the Eagles for a moment, but staying in the division, your thoughts on the Giants making this commitment to Daniel Jones? Um, obviously, Brian Dayball sees something in him that maybe a lot of people that are shocked by the move don't see. Well, first of all, you know me. I'm all about players getting the most money they can from the NFL. Yep. yep. Bottom line, get your money. So I will never, ever say it's the wrong thing to pay a guy because these guys deserve the money. The money's there mm-hmm. and they deserve it. But it's all about how you parse it out, right? And whether mm-hmm. he's worth it. So Daniel Jones made it through the entire season in a year in which we saw 68 different quarterbacks make a start. Mm. Most in NFL history, other than the strike year of 87, 68. Mm-hmm. And he lasted the whole season. So availability and durability are really important. He was a good leader. He was took the hard coaching well. They told him to cut back on the interceptions and the fumbles. He did that. He won a playoff game. He didn't break the bank. What are your alternatives? Is Derek Carr better than Daniel Jones? Mm. Maybe mm. slightly, but it's not. Mm. Is it? Yeah, it's not a huge. The only rate. thing you could say is maybe, hey, what about Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Why don't you pay him the big number and the two first round picks and bring him into New York? Mm-hmm. That's the only one. So mm. you mentioned it. Or I, Aaron Rodgers, if you want to go down that. Right, do, right. Do you, okay, so let's go there. Is, is that, in your estimation, going to happen soon where he ends up going to the Jets? Or do you get that? He's a hard guy to read sometimes, I mean, to say the least. Well, the Jets have all the leverage, right? There's yeah. no other team in the sweepstakes. The mere fact that the Packers are even willing to pay some of the $60 million tell you they're pretty desperate to get mm-hmm. rid of this guy. Right? Yeah. Am I wrong about that? No. You're right. You're right. The Jets have all the leverage here. So I think it's going to get done. The owner is pushing, is driving the bus. He wants it bad. The Jets need to get back on the map. They have a top five defense. So here's what I dream, Rob. When I go to bed at night, lay my head on the pillow, that Tom Brady comes back, plays for the Dolphins, and Rodgers and Brady play one another twice a year in the AFC East. <laughs> Only you could come up with something like that. I mean, that's so, what I pray for. Hey, but by you, the way, you know, yeah. the Eagles play at the Meadowlands against the Jets this year. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. As, as a, a very famous eagle once said, get your popcorn ready. Yeah, get your popcorn ready. That's right. <laughs> all, right, all right. Last one, Sal, for me. Uh do they do they get a deal done with Lamar Jackson? What do you think happens in Baltimore? Uh, I don't see anybody lining up to give the two first round picks. Yeah, and the guaranteed money that he wants. Mm-hmm. 
So he's looking for Deshaun Watson guarantees. Yep. And I think these owners are drawing a line in the sand saying, mm. you know, just because Jimmy Haslam went off the reservation in Cleveland doesn't mean we have to do that too. Yeah. I mean, Steve Bashotti, the owner of the Ravens, said as much, and I think he said it on the record. He was one of the first ones to come out yeah. after the contract, yeah. after that. Because he knew yeah. that it now set a different bar for Lamar Jackson. So mm-hmm. that's why he was up in arms. But if I am a team, like if I had been the Giants, I would have taken a flyer on Lamar Jackson. Interesting. I think yeah. he's, I think he's exponentially better than Daniel Jones. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Now they've all they've won the same number of playoff games, one mm-hmm. each, right? Mm-hmm. So where does that leave Jalen? Way oh up. yeah, yeah. He's already gotten to the Super Bowl. You're right. <laughs> he's yeah. gone. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sal, awesome, man. It was great having you on today. We always Good appreciate talking it. to you, brother. You know that. And the kitchen looks spectacular, by the way. Yeah. I'm love I'm loving the cabinets. I, I like the light. I did all this cabinetry work. I, I heard that. I heard that was all you. Yeah. <laughs> you just finished up right before you in, came in on. In my spare us. time, I did all this. Yeah. 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 He can even tell that lie with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Sal, thanks, man. Enjoy your weekend. Oh, we, we always have fun talking. Be good, Sal. Take care. Uh, Thank you, right. brother. The great Sal Palantonio. He's a trip, man. He's a trip, Sal. How about that stat? How about the Super Bowl repeating stat? That's craziness. Isn't that something? Oh, my God. All right. Never even thought about that. that I, I didn't either. I didn't just either. Just go to show you how difficult it is, which, which I hate to say this. It just makes you appreciate what the Patriots were able to do for so long. Uh, I mean, 15 years right. of consistency. In, in the free agent period to, to what Belichick and Brady did is, is it's unbelievable. Sure. We'll probably never see it again. No. But we, you're right. It was incredible. All right, let's get a timeout. We just keep it rolling, man. We got Al Morgani coming up. Uh, Flyers have fired Chuck Fletcher. It has happened. Uh, and we will dig into everything that means, where they're going forward here, the whole nine. And I, and I hear he looks very good. He's got a nice shirt on from what my, my sources are telling me. So we will, uh, <laughs> Jeez. we will talk to Al when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, That's Derek. I'm Rob. We are Sports Take. Let's talk about Pro Action Restoration. Yes, Pro Action Restoration is the place that you reach out to if your home, your business, a property you own has gone gone through the the inconvenience and the pain, frankly, of fire, smoke, mold damage. Whatever the case may be, they can handle it. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I can tell you that from personal experience. I called them on a Saturday. Pro Action Restoration got right out, fixed the problem. Price was right. Crew was professional. It was a great experience. They're licensed, bonded, fully insured, and they've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. Pro Action Restoration will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So again, water, fire, smoke, mold damage, you name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760. 610-623-3760 or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the stakes and the stakes, go to get your parlay on, go to get your party on, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean, visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. 
One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Hi, everybody. My name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Plan your day with confidence. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Umbrellas on hand. With action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action news and AccuWeather. The team you trust. Back. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barrett off today. Joining us right now, a legend, a hockey Hall of Famer. Uh, and you can watch him on the pre and post game shows on NBC Sports Philadelphia, as well as one of the most storied runs we've ever seen in the history of sports talk radio at WIP. The one and only, the man himself, Al Morgani. What's happening, Al? How are we doing? What's up, guys? Um, can Al- you hear me? Okay, no, we hear fine. you. Oh, good. I just, I, I think I'm overdressed. I didn't know this was t-shirt and sweatshirt day. Now <laughs> I dress like you dressed yeah. for a hundred years in the studio at, at radio. That's how I dress now. Hey, you adopted know, your, your, your look, man. Hey, you know, you know what I like most about this format right here is that he can't pull pranks on me like he used to in the newsroom when he point. would come over to NBC Sports. So I love Al, but I love keeping him at a distance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard your restoration ad. I thought the Flyers had called for some help. <laughs> <laughs> Al, Al, thank you for teeing that up. Uh, uh, let's go there. Here's what I'm – I want to start with this, the timing. Um, I'm, I'm curious – why he's there for the trade deadline 
and why it happens now, why not just ride out the rest of the season? What, what, what it, why on March 10th as opposed to either before the trade deadline or after the season ends? Yeah, that's a question we were all asking. I mean, frankly, uh, I was surprised it didn't happen before the holidays uh, yeah. from what had gone on. But once they make the decision not to, I think what happened, Rob, at the trade deadline was a disaster. Uh, and I think if they had, had planned on riding out the season, it just was a bad look. I mean, if you if you were going to go that route, I, I think you had to kind of set the people up before that, you know, it was just out there so much that JVR was going to get traded. And it looked like a failure uh, to do anything, to change direction. And coach came out and supported him as he should. I mean, he hired him. Uh, but I mean, to most people, it was like, what's going on here? And I, I think also Spectacorus, um Comcast has a new CEO, uh, I think like two, three weeks ago, not that long ago. Dan Hilferty. Yeah. So yeah. I think what you have here is maybe all the dominoes starting to fall. I'd be, frankly, it's not going to be the only one that falls here. There, there's going to be a lot of stuff that goes on. And I think they finally had to acknowledge it was kind of a come to Jesus moment. We just can't take both forks in the road. Mm-hmm. We got to pick one mm-hmm. and they're going to have to pick the rebuild. Mm-hmm. How did it go so bad so quickly? I mean, just a couple of years ago, 1920 season, they were in the playoffs. Now they're one of the worst franchises in all the NHL. What happened? Well, they, yeah, there are excuses, but generally you don't use the excuses. You, you go around them. Uh, They had injuries, no doubt about it, uh, that they horrible situation with Ellis never really played for the organization. Uh, you know, Kateria Atkinson this year. So there were injuries, but to go as far, to drop as far as they have, uh, they have drafted poorly. The, the biggest irony to me is the one time they got lucky, they moved up in a draft and got the number two pick, and he turned into the biggest bust they've had forever. Uh, Patrick, yeah, yeah. He, again, injuries, but that, that was a horrible situation. They really, when you look at it, the, the, re- the real distress here is – when you look beyond this year, the the Devils, the Sabers, the Carolina, they're all just Islanders. They're loaded with young talent, and the Flyers simply aren't. And I think that's where it all went wrong. They don't. They didn't replenish. They didn't pick a. They didn't pick a uh, a direct path. They didn't pick the rebuild. In hockey, you don't have to tear it down like the Sixers. You can still be competitive. Uh, effort. There's no maintenance time or whatever it's called load management um, load management and, and you know you go out and you rebuild but even now with the teams that are supposedly tanking for bedard this kid that's going to be the next generational player Jeez. chicago arizona and anaheim they win games mm-hmm. i mean it's a, it's not like that in hockey so you can do both and you can you, you have a you have a fan base that knows what's going on and it, it look and too many times it's like what are you doing and the real crime was, I mean, the last month, man, the, uh, the Chuck Fletcher, whether you liked him or not, he, he became a pinata for the, for, the, uh, for the fans. And you knew it was coming. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that they finally moved on. Now we'll see what, which direction they pick, which way they're going to go. Well, here's the question I have, Al. You, you know, we know Danny Briere is going to take over as the interim. Uh, but how, how drastic, I guess, if, for lack of a better word, are the changes going to be? In other words, is it still going to be some of the old guard that have been there forever, still having some kind of influence in, in the room? 
are they really going to make sweeping changes here to try and get this thing headed in the right path? I think there'll be major changes. I don't know about sweeping. You may still have the names still there, but not the input. Um, I don't think, I mean, Breer, I don't think it's a lock. He's going to be the GM. I think he'll be involved one or the other. I like the fact they kind of split uh, the president, the GM. They'll have a couple of chairs there to listen to or people to listen to. So I think this is, uh, I think in terms of scouting, uh, talent evaluation, uh, all of that is going to be looked at. And I think they, they'll get that clean sheet of paper that they had, but there's some issues. I mean, Tortorella, who I like as a coach, and I really wanted them to, to hire him. I think he's demanding, but most general managers like to hire their own guy, right. you know, every day. So, I mean, there's an issue there. And Tortorella, frankly, he, he kind of speaks like a general manager. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you know, how much input is he going to have into what goes on here? Um, there's going to be names out there that are surprising. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Eddie Olchek isn't uh, involved heavily in what mm. goes on. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Eric Lindros is always around, but I don't know that they would wow. go that direction. Uh, no, there's a, there, there's a lot that could happen here. Uh, so, I mean, they're, they kind of, uh, they finally held a mirror up to themselves and said, we got to, we, we just can't go on with this anymore. I was, I don't think I've ever watched anything like this go on because everybody knew that this was not going to end well this year. This is what happens when you start something. And I got to say, I, because those injuries to Atkinson and Couturier were like real early, I think that affected a lot of what went on, but that trade deadline, you're right. I, 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 if you're going to go past Christmas or whatever, you go to the trade deadline. So I got to think it was the reaction to the trade deadline. You never do things because of your fans, but when you send your GM out there in an ill time town meeting oh. to, to, to have that go on and then have mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the, the, the uh, media sort of leak or the video that comes out, it's embarrassing. Yeah. And, and I think that played a little bit into it too. Al, to follow up on the uh, Briere topic for just a moment, obviously he has the interim tag on his name right now, but is it imperative as this organization moves forward that they must go outside of the organization to bring in a fresh approach, a fresh mind, as they start to make this journey in a new direction? I think it's imperative that they at least look that way. I mean, here the fear I would have is yeah. if if you think he's the best – or right. if you think Scott Mellonby is the best or whomever, do you simply say this is where you get in da- danger trying to like uh, mollify a fan base that, OK, another X flyer or whatever. But I mean, if you honestly think that's the best, I mean, you can't let that interfere. Uh, I do think Danny Breer is is the best to be involved in some way right now. You got to know what's going on in your organization, too. Uh, so I, I think. I think they do have, they will look outside. I, I do think it's important that they look outside. And, um, you know, every, every team uh, right now, some of the names you hear in all sports uh, that are being hired, it's a, it's a different animal. Uh, mm-hmm. Analytics, uh, a lot of women involved, uh, you know, to, to go that direction. So there's a lot that could happen. There's all kinds of avenues in front of them. Uh, and so, I mean, that's, that's where they're going to have to pick. That's why mm. when they got the new CEO, I, I thought, yeah, it's maybe this, this is a, this is an indication that everything's going to change. Maybe even above Fletcher mm. on, on what goes on. 
Yeah, Al, and that's the big thing too. Like, like you've been here a, a long time, and you know how fervent this fan base is, man. I mean, the fact that you had a Rangers game the other night, and the Rangers fan takes fans take this over, and and you know, just from the from the talk in the city, there just there's an irrelevance there, you know, with them, and and it's it's hard to even fathom that it would be this way if you if you lived it and knew what it was like back in the day. I mean, they have gone miles and miles to to drive this thing into irrelevancy. Yeah, and I think I think part of it is when I say you can't listen to, you have a fervent fan base, but I think it's I think there's a fervent fan base beyond the old school fans, and that's the danger I think you run into and say, well, let's 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 satisfy the guys that think you just play tougher, harder, fight, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it's I think most people realize now, and it's nonsensical anymore. I think the damage is that you you've lost fans that want to see high skills mm-hmm. um, that watch other teams. They see McDavid, they see other teams, they see skill levels that the flyers simply don't have. It's why, like I wind back to Johnny Gaudreau. I mean, I, for the life of me, I still don't understand uh, how, how you're not interested yeah. in a, in a talent yeah. like that. And he's, he's on begging a team you. He was begging you, Al. Yeah. And he's on a team that's playing horribly, but they've had injuries too, but at least, at least there's that high skill level. Like right now with connecting out of the lineup, it's a prayer to score two goals in a yeah. game because they just don't have that. So I think that's what the fans really are missing is they, uh, those electric players and the coach, I will say Tortorella is pretty forthright. I mean, it, maybe that was the message that they had to hear right from their own coach. Like, well, this is going to get ugly and it's not going to be just this year. It's a, it's a, it, we have to develop and he'll say after a game, well, we just don't, he'll say we can't make plays. Well, that's, that, that's obvious. And we just don't have, you know, we don't have hands. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had a hard time having a team meal eating without hands. How, how, you know, this is, this is basically, you know, what you have here. And uh, that, that's what they're facing uh, to get that skill level up. And that's going to be drafting. It's going to be bringing people along. And I think fans of Philadelphia will put up with it a lot. Tortorella has there is effort when they lose they they play hard and I think that's all you can ask if, if you're lacking talent like that now above that you're asking a whole lot like where why the heck don't we have more talent mm-hmm. where how did all of those teams get all those young great players coming along we don't have them. well it's going to take a while to get them now Al does this organization have enough nucleus of, of young players that they can build around or are they are they gonna have to start from scratch when they start to move forward well, Gunner, they're going to have to – it may be a couple of steps above it. They do have – they've got a kid at Boston College, go okay. kid that's a, a good player, a really good player. And then that, that's, that would be an, uh, an element that they have. And they've got some kids coming. You never know. But, I mean, they have some coming up. York's a good player, mm-hmm. uh, players like that. So they've got something. It's not starting from scratch. But I think if I, if I, was, if I was saying I'm interviewing general managers now and part of it was they was have to take a math – I, I, a hockey math test. The only math test I'd make them take is subtraction. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, how can you move some of this to get us some pieces? How can you, who's not going to make it? And that's as hard a decision in, in any sport as any, but you love the guys that you have, you help develop them, but there comes a, there comes a line of it's like a maybe probably line that you have mm-hmm. to acknowledge at some point and say, this is a maybe, this is a probably, it can't be maybe forever. Mm-hmm. So let's tell me, uh, do you want Provorov? 
Do you want Sanheim? Is he going to be worth what you did? Do you want Morgan Frost? Or do you move him and try to go get kids again and try to develop that way? That's where you are. The subtraction element of this is going to be very interesting on what they do. And it's going to have to be creative. Everything in sports now is money, too. How are you going to move some money? Do you really want to bring Hayes back? Do you have to buy him out? Is that going to be part of that process? So this is a it's it's a heavy lifting job uh, for whoever, whatever couple of guys get this job. Now, one of the things I think is so overlooked in sports in general, we talk about drafting, we talk about coaching and all that, but player development is one of the things too. And I look at Provorov and I remember you and I doing pre and post game shows back in the day and thinking this guy's going to be a Norris trophy winner. What What's happened there? I mean, and he's won, but there's a bunch of other, other guys, but what's mm-hmm. happened to his development? Yeah, he really that that is part of the problem. He thought he was a number one defenseman. Now you wonder if he's a second pair defenseman at times. Uh, I think he was more uh, dependent on partner than we thought, uh, maybe. And just simply that position is rarely straight up. And he's really when you have a team that isn't that good defensively in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, forwards or whatever your system that you play it hurts he, he has not been what i expected certainly i see moments with it but he hasn't learned any pace of game to get better that way how to uh slow his game down if you will how to run a power play so he gets the shot through so he there have been issues with him i also wonder if he really likes the system that they're playing he mm-hmm. um I, I've talked to him a lot. I, I really like him, and I think he's a really smart hockey guy. Uh, but I think he would rather play a more upbeat system than what they have right now. Like the Flyers are hard to watch at times because they don't have the puck. <laughs> and and, and that's, a hard, that's a hard thing, especially if you're a defenseman. You're always on the defensive, and they've got guys that want to go uh, defensively. He's one of those guys. And I think they're asking him perhaps. That's why I said when you're looking at subtraction, if, if he's really not – what you project him to be a stay home type of a guy. And he doesn't want to be that stay home type of a guy. It might be better to just say, well, we'll move you somewhere and get a, get a pretty good haul for him, I think, and then go somewhere else and we'll start from there. But I think that's what happened. I think part of it is in his system. He doesn't particularly care for. And some of it is he doesn't have that skill level that I thought would develop originally in terms of um, feeling a game better as a veteran. What do you do with a player like, um, um, well, what, so why don't you just come up? Why don't you guys just ask the question you both want to ask? What the hell are you going to do with the goalie when you have a goaltender who's really, really good and you're not going to win a Stanley Cup? Yeah, maybe is that the guy that you well, dare move after you've had two decades? Okay, of see, see, <laughs> I, I like that Al you, asks you, and answers his own questions. That's that's good work out of Al. But you you, you got to keep something in the fold, don't yeah, you? I, 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 but now you also you. worry yeah. about making him shell shock playing in front of garbage every night. I well, I don't, I don't, I I like him a lot, and I don't know that you that you do that to a when you have a a goaltender like that. I mean, I think he's he's like one of the best young goaltenders in the league, and his numbers just won't reflect it because of what's happened in front of him. They now they've played better under Tortorella to keep those shots down or whatever. You also have Erson, another guy that looks pretty good right now. I think, I think certainly he'd be a, a guy you might move that way. I, the hall for the hall for goaltenders is never what you think. And that's the fear I would have that you just don't get what a goaltender is really worth. Uh, mm-hmm. We saw it with Bobrovsky. You see it here. If he's happy playing here, 
I, I don't think you do that. I think you, you have that element of your team that's, that's, that's something to build on. That's a, a face, another face of the franchise. But I'll tell you, if, if somebody, let's, let's say Edmonton falls apart uh, in, this, in these playoffs. They've got the two, probably the two best players on the planet. Yep. And they can't defend. And their goaltending, if they got a guy like Hart, would be terrific. If you can make a deal there after this season and they fall apart, or whomever falls apart because of goaltending, uh, then I think you look there. Okay, right. you, you look at Van Riemsdyk. I mean, yeah. they <laughs> couldn't move him. They couldn't move him before the trade deadline. Um, yeah, he's a free agent after this season. Um, I, how do you approach that? I mean, if, if we're moving him. in a whole new era, yeah, you got you, you got to try to find some way either to <laughs> get this guy yeah. to stay on false false promises, maybe. You know, you got to have no, some credibility. You don't no, want not going to have no. to stay. No, it's they, they go in another direction. And that's the problem because that trade deadline, that's why I said if you weren't going to do it or you weren't sure, you had to make some sort of a uh, statement earlier that we like him because he's helping the kids. Mm-hmm. But they let it out there that he was our prime chip, and yeah. then they didn't play it. So what you did is the league had a yard sale, and you turn JBR into the chair left on the front lawn. Well, I mean, it's not, that's not, it, 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 it's, it's not right for the player, <clears throat> honestly. And I know nobody wants to feel bad for guys make, but it's just not right that that happens. You, you owed it to, a, to in, a, in a lot of areas to make some kind of a move, probably well before the trade deadline, instead of being left sitting there. That's why, Although people say, well, nobody wants to take them. Nobody wants to take them. Well, it's your job to either quell that well before or to move the player for whatever at that point. If I was JVR, I would have been livid that this was out there for so long and, and nothing happened. And you're playing me here and there. It's like, well, I would, why, why are you doing this? It was, a, it was a bad look. I'm sure they tried to make a deal, but sometimes you just got to cut your losses and and, and Mm -hmm. whatever it takes uh, to make that deal. Yeah. My reaction was as bad as it was, they didn't move him. I'm listening to Tortorella say, don't you think we tried to trade him? It's like, he's got to be feeling great about himself. I'm sure. I I mean, they, they, and and that's the thing like Tortorella, Tortorella always have the back of his locker room, his front office, the general manager hired him. He's going to have that back. And, and that, that, that's, that's what he does. And he's, he's protecting uh, if you will there, but He's been pretty honest about things. I mean, when you bench, <laughs> when you, I mean, he's, it's a risky road he runs, best benching so many people and trying to get a response. And so far, it's it's, it's worked. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it, it works, but he's uh, he's pretty much held up that 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 standard now. We, okay, we have this standard. Here we go. And uh, he he was pretty sure that I, I'm sure he thought that things are going to change at that trade deadline. And now. He's telling us, you know, well, you know, look at the kids now. Let's take a look, see what we got, and uh, build for. Show me what you got for the next season. And you know, all the the timing of everything was very odd for a an organization that's corporate. And usually, there's timing that that goes into things. I mean, to have a town hall, not only after the trade deadline, but after your season ticket money is due uh, was, was real curious to me. Uh, and then to bring it in, it's like, wow, this is a, you had to see what, what, what was coming here. And, and, you know, now they're kind of 
out of it and hopefully moved on to their next their next take. And I, I think fans, it's funny how fans now, younger fans especially, they're almost pushing for rebuilds. Um, it's way different than it used to be where you would, you, nobody would ever want to go through it. And now it's like, yeah, why not? Let, let's, let's see what we can do. Let's go through it. And, and I, I, I've never been a one that says, if you're not going to win at all, you didn't, you didn't win anything. I, I like being in the playoffs. I, I think if you, I think that's a goal to have a shot getting in. So I think that's where they want to be. You're never that far away from the playoffs in the NHL. Uh, just because look at how, even when you're a bad team, most, games or one goal yeah <laughs> so so and you've got a goaltender like that so you know you, you don't want to sell it coming in that well, that sky's the limit boy i'll tell you though you can do an awful lot with elbow grease in that league al as we sit here in hindsight now in, in some ways are you surprised that tortorella took this job i mean when you think about his pedigree what he's done you know do, do you think he's no, the right I man don't. moving I, forward yeah, I, I don't think he regrets it at all. I, I wonder now with a GM coming in, he's a different kind of a coach. He's a coach that some GMs might not appreciate because he's yeah. so vocal about things. But no, I don't think he regrets it at all. I, I actually give him full credit because it's not what he thought coming in with the injuries that he had. Mm. And he's uh, he, he, he's kind of embraced it all and kind of told the truth about everything. He, he runs the risk with the locker room with, with, with what he's done. But Gunnar, when, when you know it's your last rodeo, okay, you, you can pretty much enjoy what's going on. It's not like you got another 10 more years. I think he pretty much knows that this is the last go round for him, even with the success, if it's successful or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, and he's going to do things his way. And I think he also, I don't know how you wouldn't enjoy having such a big input into what goes have you ever in any sport in philadelphia mm. heard a coach talk more like a general manager no. than john yeah. tortorella yeah. no so i i gotta think i mean he lives out near me what more could you ask for he's oh no he's out in south jersey i mean he's, he's horse, you know got horse country and he uh and i think he's really in, i think he would enjoy working with the the younger players bringing them up because he's had younger players come in and and develop them into into players. So I don't think he regrets it at all. I, I got I, I got to flip it a little. I got to ask you about the Eagles. Sure. Uh, well, what a day today, huh? It would be crazy. So uh, <laughs> you know, Slay restructure. You know, I, I don't know. Being given permission to get traded, or you know, they're trying to restructure him. He didn't want to restructure. A lot of turnover on the defensive side. We just get, give me your sense right now as we sit here on, on you know March tenth. What this this is looking like for you? Well, my sense of it is because um, I'm distant from from uh, the team or look at the league, my sense is no matter what happens, they've got a premier quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I hear all the noise about, oh, my God, they're going to lose so-and-so and Slay and this and that. And, you know, I think right now um, their, their front office, there's business and there's football. And I think that they let the business take care of itself and then we'll get into the the football once the once we know our roster but i don't think things will fall apart i I think players want to test markets um i think they they know their value i don't think they're i I don't think when i listen and see their social media response to things the only thing you don't want is to feel disrespected 
-hmm. And I don't get that sense, even when I say going to test market or something, I don't get the sense that anybody feels disrespected in this. And that can ruin a locker room with the friends that they have. How can you not do this? How can you not do that? So as long as they don't feel that way, I don't have any worries about it. I mean, I think that that quarterback is so good and their offense is going to be so good mm -hmm. that they're going to be a really good team. I mean, frankly, when you look at it from afar, when, when, you, <laughs> when you have the Giants paying their quarterback that kind of money, you're like, how much trouble could we be in? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> But <laughs> really, I mean, you know, this this uh, this hurts thing turned into the uh, the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. You know, you know, you look at the Flyers with the Nolan Patrick thing, everything that went wrong. And then you compare it to the Eagles with that pick and everything that's gone right. It's like, look how the franchise went one way or the other because of one guy that, that made a big difference. Oh and just, to, you know, it's make him a solid citizen. And it, I, I find the Eagles refreshing in that. The guys seem like good dudes, yeah. uh, you know, that they they seem like they want to play for each other, that they they actually play along with the fans. They buy into it. Kelsey, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a it's a pretty um, it's a, such a feel good story. It's almost I get the feeling sometimes we're covering like a, a college team. Yeah, <laughs> that, it's, that there's all this like just this really good feel about it. And they wear their um, their locality. Um, like a tattoo, uh, mm -hmm. you know, to the two one five. It's like they just they just feel. Obviously, you guys are out. In, you're, you're in somewhere else, right? Six, I don't know what your area code Delco is, but six one zero six one zero. Come on, Al. I'm dare you. you. And, and, and Gunner's got. I don't know. You're living in Atlanta, right? Three zero two. Three zero two, baby. Yeah, yeah. You're in NASCAR. He's in Barry. You know, I mean, yes. that's where that is. <laughs> yeah. Al couldn't find that with a map. Yeah. yeah. Guns, gods, and fishing rods. <laughs> I, 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 speaking of refreshing, though, speaking yeah. of refreshing, I got to ask you real quick about this Phillies team. How excited are you about seeing what this team looks like once they hit the ground running in, in, in April and throughout the season? Oh, I love I love this team. This is another good team, another good feel good. Yeah, yeah. Um, even with even with Har I mean, you know Harper there, the DH worked in their favor so well. Uh, Castellanos can't have that bad a year again they mm -hmm. bring in a shortstop that's re remarkable the the new rules i think will help them stealing bases which yep. i don't quite yeah. understand that thing but i mean it looks like so they got a guy here so let's let, wind it back a year the rules change perfectly for you don't want to see anybody get hurt mm -hmm. but when a guy gets hurt he becomes the dh it all works that way now they change the rules so that you got a guy that's got some wheels <laughs> And and you can you can steal bases. Plus, on the other side, you've got a you've got a catcher that's been just anxious to throw guys out. You've got that going on too. You've got a, all this. I mean, it looks it looks really good to me. So I think that place. And I noticed their ads, like their single game tickets and all mm -hmm. that. I yep. think that'll that will catch on certainly. And uh, it might take a bit with the presumably the Sixers have a playoff run here. So before they're you know behind the, the top absolute top story but i yeah. think it'll happen for sure okay all right al lastly what's it like to yep. not have to get up at 3 30 in the morning oh. every single day? oh that's terrific i don't i mean i get it well, i still get up like 6 30 in the morning but it's uh it's it's different i mean i'm i'm like used to working all the time so it's right. been different for me i got starting up you know i'll be doing some some of this stuff here podcasts mm -hmm. and doing some shifts on radio or whatever but i've never had not had like three jobs so it, it really is different for me not not to do that. 
So I'm kind of debating whether to go coach somewhere or something and yeah. do something like that. No, I just, cool. uh, I, I don't like doing nothing. I can't, I know Gunner likes to just sit there and, you know, cook or whatever. That yeah. Is, I, you know? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm on, I'm on grill. I'm on granddad duty every other day, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just pictured him out on a canoe with chicken wings. <laughs> Ribs, chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. Got burgers over the side. Yeah, yeah. Habashi out there. I don't know that I can't. I don't know that I can. Uh, that I can do that. But it's it, it's been cool. I mean, I have no regrets. So we had a hell of a run. So yeah, I, yeah, you know, whatever. Good luck on you know trying to those guys coming up trying to get up early i know Woo. it can be difficult but it's oh, fine yeah. all right i have now, no listen. worries i got more time to do this stuff right we, we love it man there we love go. hanging out with you man exactly we, you are more than welcome to the jacob family we, we would love yeah to next time i'll wear my best t-shirt yep. there you go all right al we appreciate <laughs> keep up the good work by the way on the pre and post game show oh, all right, thanks. Thanks, thanks al be good man all right you got yeah, it bye. al morgani the great al morgani man how about that one two sal pal and al boom Right out of the shoot there. What a way to end the week. Strong, baby. That's how we do it. All right. Um, Here's what we do. We're going to come back. NFL. We're going to dig into the NFL. There's a lot going on. We'll kind of reset what's happened with the Eagles as well. Uh, Big day. Big, big day. Brandon Graham's back. Slay may not be. We'll get into that. Some of the other comings and goings around the NFL as well. So don't go anywhere. He's Derek Gunn. I'm Rob Ellis Barrett. Off today. We are Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face, and they are experts at trimming all types of trees, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, it's a good time to get your trees evaluated. We've got kind of a mild winter here before we get hit with that last rush. Get them checked out before you have a bigger issue on your hands. You can go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work or more information. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848. 610-850-2848 or online at flynntreeservices.com. That's flynntreeservices.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the stakes and the stakes, go to get your parlay on, go to get your party on, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean, visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Jeff 
Dante Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action news and AccuWeather. The team you trust. you on this friday hope you're doing well. people's are gone rob ellis hanging with you all right so let, let's uh let's recap what went down with the eagles today uh the lead is brandon graham will be back for one year we're hearing six million a year very reasonable deal for a guy who was in double digit sacks who brings as much uh from an intangible standpoint to the team leadership etc uh good move good move happy to see that happen um so that's number one and, and this actually came down a little bit before Brandon Graham. Um, Darius Slay has been given permission to seek a trade. Now, the understanding is with this, you know, and you, look, you can look at this uh, a lot of different ways and, you know, whether or not he might be moved on from, you know, or, or he might move on. I don't know. I mean, look, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening here. But the understanding here is, and Derek, tell me if I'm, if you've, you know, heard anything differently. Um he wanted a new deal. Mm-hmm. The Eagles would like him to sign, would like to sign him to a new deal to lower his cap hit. They don't mm-hmm. agree on the money. Now he, you know, may, may seek, you know, brighter, greener pastures. If you were. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he may be out of here, um, but it's going to be challenging to move them. If, if they do, you're looking at a completely new, if Bradbury doesn't come back, cornerbacks. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And Epps potentially, um, and CJGJ. So you, you can look at a whole secondary being different here. This is a that's the reason why it's it's big. A the guy was a pro bowler. B he was the only stability you really had at that position, and now that's called into question. So this is uh, you know, how he's really sort of gambling here that if he is moved, you're going to get it right with whatever you bring back, whether that's signing or drafting. And I, I've been in the belief that this will be the year that they break the streak on taking a corner in the first round. I truly believe that. I believe that even before this came down. But but give me your 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 impressions of this. I, th- I think you said it well in a nutshell. I agree with everything that you just put out there. Um, I, I, I think even before we found out this information today, 
that the Eagles were thinking along those lines that we may have in completely new look secondary. And the groundwork has already been put into place, I would say even before the season ended. The groundwork had already been putting in place in terms of stacking up a list of potentials, both by way of free agency and a draft of what they could do to patch up that secondary to make it look respectable. Now, obviously, if they if, if they let if they let Slay go, and we know Bradbury is going to be out of their price range, um, you still have to have some kind of veteran stability back there, and I do believe we could be looking at a middle tier type of veteran cornerback coming in here to help stabilize things in terms of veteran leadership experience. Um, and, and he's going to have some patience, got to have patience with the young kids he's going to be playing with uh, and young kids that could be playing behind them, you know, whoever that case may be in the back end. It's going to be a lot of growing. If, if everything pans out the way we're looking at it now, this is going to be a huge growing curve, you know, um, for, for the secondary you know, lack 215 says, you know, Patrick Peterson, you know, that's not that that's not, and the see Now you cringe like I cringe not also, there, but yeah. that may not be out of the realm of reality. Yeah. It's you possible. Get him sure. dirt cheap. You know, you can get him dirt cheap on a one year deal and he may come in here um, to groom younger guys for 2024. You know, yeah. we, 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 I know we concern ourselves with the immediate being 2023, but whatever groundwork is being laid, we have to look at the bigger picture. It's probably for not just next year, but beyond, you know, in terms of young players going through growing pains, highs and lows, inconsistencies, hoping it'll pan out and hit the ground running smoothly in 24. That's a lot to ask when we were so close to hoisting that Lombardi trophy in 22. Now the fan base could be asked to wait almost two years before we get it back to where it, it close to where it once was. Mm -hmm. Teams do that. You know, it, it does happen. You know, um, you don't want to see it happen, but how he went for it all. You can't say it. He went for it all. The blueprint was was well laid out. It was right there for the taking. The mission just wasn't completed. There was a, a small crack in the foundation, which was that last game of the season. Now you got to try to rebuild that foundation a little bit more solid. And to do that, you may have to go with the baby brigade for a little while. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, I again, I, I point out how he knew this. So sure. Obviously, you win it last year. It's kind of like, all right, you know, whatever happens this year happens. Not the end of the world, but. There's, there's more urgency because you don't, but that doesn't change the dynamics of the salary cap and the fact that mm -hmm. a lot of these guys were going to walk away. They just were. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just, there's no other way around it. Uh, did you necessarily see the sleigh angle of this thing? No, but you mentioned it, yeah. you know, again, yeah. a couple of weeks ago that this is a possibility that this guy gets traded. People went nuts, but now we're seeing there is a possibility. Doesn't mean he's definitely going to be gone, but there's a possibility he gets traded. And when you're counting on youngsters, like they're going to be, make no mistake, you counting on kids unless these guys unless it's like the jets where you just these guys came in and just killed it immediately that's so rare I and mean, it does that not happen. happen yeah so you're probably gonna take a little step back but you may have enough offense to carry you in the meanwhile to, mm -hmm. look it may it may when we take a step back we say that it may mean five six games then all of a sudden these guys start to kind of figure this thing out a little bit but in the meanwhile you might have your offense carrying you 
you as we we talked about with South Palantonio earlier, you don't play in a great conference right now. There's no there's good teams, no. you know, and and the 49ers if they get the quarterback thing right are, are nasty. But there's there isn't anybody that you're saying to yourself, "Oh, forget it." Just can't get past them. Like I would still mm-hmm. make the Eagles the favorite right now, and a lot could change between now and by the time we get to the season. So the point is, you can you, you may have to take a little hit, but it doesn't mean you're it's you're cooked if that's the case. I can't remember the last time the NFC was this mediocre, to be honest with you. Um, and, and it's right for the taking for this Eagles team, as as they even as they sit here right now with all the uncertainties we continuously talk about. They do have that stability on the most important – I hate to say the most important side of the football, but because the league has structured the game off to offense more than defense, offense has become a little bit more than defense in today's NFL brand. I mean, let's call it what it is. And because of the stability on that side of the off- of, of the ball, I feel really good about where this team is um, in terms of putting them in a pecking order in a conference. You know, and down the road – whether it's the spring, the summer, or the fall, we're going to see all these latest uh, lists comes out, rank the best teams in each conference, in each division. I'd be shocked if the Eagles are not at the head of everybody's list in the NFC. AFC, you think it's Kansas City, but you know, you know some people's opinion could be swayed elsewhere, Cincinnati, Buffalo. I think it's a clear-cut favorite as we sit here right now that the Eagles are the supreme team in, in, in the NFC right now. Um, Dallas, hey, look, as long as you got Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy together, I'm not worried about them. Is Derek Carr going to make New Orleans a Super Bowl contender? Don't know. Derek Carr had weapons in, in Vegas and, and couldn't get it done. Um, who else? Minnesota? Are you worried about Kirk Cousins? Uh, I mean, I, no. I, I think their defense will be better. But, I, but yeah, that's the thing. It, 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 big game, playoff game, huge game that you need to win. Her cousins usually reverts back to form. Exactly, exactly. So, so no, I'm not. I'm not worried about um, what this team faces. Now, I think it's going to be more difficult for them to win 14 games based on the schedule we're looking at. This that they're they're going to face, but I still think whatever their record ends up being, it's still going to be good enough to be the number one seed in the NFC, just based again on their offensive strength. Uh, alone, we've seen time and time again dominant offenses, uh, coupled with a mediocre defense, can do a lot of damage, you know. And and, I, and, and again, I'm not calling Eagles defense mediocre because we haven't seen the, the final defense assembled yeah, yet, personnel wise. But as it looks right now, the offense is dominant, the defense looks mediocre because of the possibilities of who's not coming back and the uncertainty of who are you going to plug in there right now, yeah. But, but still, who. Who are you afraid of in the NFC? No, Who worries that, you right now? That's the point. And that's why you can have – you can afford a little bit uh, of a learning curve to start the season off. Like, you, you can survive that if you were the Eagles, in, in my estimation. And that's that's what's interesting. And, you know, yeah, there, look, there's – I think there's teams that have potential. Um, but if you're asking me about fear, no, there's not a lot yeah, of yeah. a lot of teams up here. All right. So the other hey, thing is, hey man, real quick, our buddy Barrett just sent us some pictures of the fish he caught. Yeah, I think Tone is grabbing them for us as yeah. we speak. So we'll, right. we're going to get good looking fish. Yeah. Well, right. when you you'll see the pictures, and when you do see them, you're you're not going to be surprised that it was it was like Barrett's reel was bent the way it was, man. That was like they, they they're wow. some pretty big boys that, that Barrett caught there. So we'll uh, 
we'll show you those in a minute. So just tone has them up. Tone, just keep us posted to, to when you have them. Um, the other thing, uh, NFL wise. So we, there, there's Brandon Graham, there's slay. They also hired DJ Elliott, who is going to be the, uh, the linebackers coach, uh, came over from temple. That's the other Eagles news uh, on the day, but uh, other teams making moves uh, to get themselves in better cap space. The Cowboys cut 30 million off of their cap by reworking Dak Prescott and Zach Martin. Both of those deals. Um, let me throw this one at you, Derek. Adam Thielen got cut. Yeah. Uh, nine yeah. years in Minnesota. He was a local legend. You know, grew up in the area, went to yeah. Minnesota state, um, you know, et cetera. Unbelievable story, the whole nine, but uh, he's gone. And you know, that was a, a, a it was a $19.9 million cap hit that they just lopped off uh, to get themselves in, in position. He wants to keep playing. You know, I don't know what he's going to end up commanding and, and ultimately costing. I'd love to see him as a number three here. That would be pretty sweet. That would be, that would be pretty decent. Um, and I don't know if there will be a huge market for him at this stage of his career, because the biggest question is why did he drop off as much as he did in one year? Yeah. Is it because of age? Is it because of injury factor? Did, has he just lost a step? Um, so I think people will be hesitant to to put big money in him. Um, I don't think he's a number two right now. I do agree. I think he's a solid number three, sure-handed, crafty, uh, can can still get separation. Um, but but what's the value? What value are you willing to pay? It's like when you go to an auction and you bid on something, you know, you have a cap in terms of what you're going to bid on for certain items. Somebody exceeds it. Hey, look, much as I wanted it, got to let it go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Adam Thielen, uh, where he is right now, nine years into his career, um, somebody's going to pay him a decent buck, but I don't think it'll be over the top in terms of trying to get him to play for the team. All right. So we have it. Tone, let's bring it up, man. This is what, uh, look at that. Look at that. Gunner, wow. that, that's all right. You tell me you're the, you're the fishing expert. I am certainly not. Give me a, a guesstimate of what that, that bad, what, what, a, what's the fish and B what's it weigh? Now that, that particular fish I'm not familiar with, but that thing, there's at least 20 pounds, mm. at least 20 pound fish. So I, but still a 20 pound fish is like a guppy for bear, bear, six, five, three forty. man. Is he out of shape? I can't, I, I wish he would jump on. I want to, are you out of shape? Will you wind it when you're reeling this fish in? You know, were your arms tired? Now, look, um, how hard is it? Like, again, I, I, I speak from ignorance here. How? Um, oh, it's an amberjack. Okay, thank you, Team Alain. It's an amberjack. Amberjack. Okay. All right, good work at a, at a team. Good eating fish, by the way. Um, how rare is it to catch a fish that big? Is 20 pounds not that big a deal, especially where he's at? Or is that a pretty pretty good haul there? It's not that big a deal. Okay. When you're ocean fishing like that and you know what you're doing, that fish right there is a snack for a lot of fish that are bigger. Really? Initially, when I saw his rod bending the way it was, I thought it was one of those big groupers. Have you ever eaten grouper? I have in in in, in the Clearwater area, black okay, and grouper. Good. Yeah. Okay, but the grouper will exceed a a, a a grouper. There's different species of groupers, but there's one that exceeds over 400 pounds when it's fully grown. 400? Oh yeah, there's grouper. Some groupers. Now the one on the left, he's holding up there. That's a bone fish. Jeez, man. Yeah. Those things are like barracudas in the water, man. They're like missiles in the water. Because look yeah. how sleek they are. Yeah. Those things, those things were built for speed. Uh, okay. So yeah, he uh, he put in a good day today. Wow, not bad. Some good eating fish there. Okay. All right. You think yeah, he'll that, share with us? Good, I doubt. Good, it. good work out of Barrett. That is that's some serious stuff right there. He, hey, he's getting it done, man. Good for him. 
enjoying his vacation. Absolutely, I like it, man. Yeah, get, I like the, it. get the heck away from the you know the hustle and the bustle. Yeah, you know, clear your mind and your soul will follow. But there you go uh, on Vogue. Uh, good work out of you. You like uh, that? <laughs> um, so a couple other things here. Uh, Brock Purdy got the elbow op- finally operated on. The swelling finally went down. Um, he's going to be able to throw in three months. He got the ulnar collateral ligament in his right elbow uh, repaired, surgically repaired, uh, augmented with an internal brace. So the brace is a synthetic rain che- check rain is what they call it, implemented oh. alongside the, to repair. That's all, It sounds like there's a lot going on there, man. I, it sounds I, like know. the $6 million man, a bionic yeah. man here. Oh. All right. Well, well, you know, we'll see what ends up happening there with him. Um, but, you know, so it said in, internal, internal brace. That's what they call so it. So this is inside. Oh, and they said yeah. he, he's going to be able to throw. Start rehab. Like in other words, he can start a pro. It doesn't mean months. he's ready to play football. He can just start. April, May, June. Okay. So it's sometime in June. He should be ready to throw. Yeah. And, and that means from there. How, we how many know. months? Hmm. And well, how many months th- after that? I know that the Niners believe that Trey Lance will be healed enough to be able to start the season. That much we know. I don't. I don't know about. I don't know about Purdy. Well, supposedly Trey Lance could be uh, given a green light at any time. It, it could happen any day now. Oh yeah, he's he he'll be ready for like OTAs and stuff. Like he's yeah. he, he'll yeah. he'll be the guy. Question is just what is he? How good is he? You know how, how well is yeah. he going to play? Because yeah. he's played very little football, so we just don't know right now uh, mm. when it comes to Trey Lance. So uh, the did you see this? How many? Speaking of the 49ers, how many compensatory picks they have? So so they have eleven. They just got three more in the third round. Eleven compensatory picks, man. Well, that's the league's reward for teams that are uh, developing uh, minority coaches uh, to be to move on to be head coaches or front even uh, minority candidates to move on to be front office type people, GMs, presidents, so on and so forth. And if you look at what the 49ers have done the last year with Robert Sala and now D'Amico Ryans, that's why they got those picks. But, man, they get like, what, 99, 101, and 102. Those are prime picks yeah. in today's not, NFL, It's not man. like seventh rounders. They're good picks. And the 49ers are one of the best in the league in terms of drafting talent, yeah. drafting depth, and drafting overall talent. They have been really good through the years in doing now they have what you said eleven total picks. Total, yep. Jeez, I know, man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so we'll see what they end up doing with those. And the Eagles, uh, and the Eagles get no compensatory picks this year. No, so who like whatever guys they lose, they, that goes towards next year. You yep. know, let's say Hargrave leaves, whatever that that goes towards twenty twenty four. Right. So yeah, we'll we'll see what so, ends up happening. So. The Cowboys got three compensatory picks, and the Giants and Washington Commanders both got two additional compensatory picks for this year. There were, what, how many total? 16 teams got in on 37 compensatory picks this year. The Eagles were not one of them, and we're so accustomed to seeing the Eagles get compensatory picks. I was shocked when I found out they got none for this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Mm. I'm with you on that. Uh, Elsewhere, um, Sean McVay. Uh, says that he 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 owed more to the Rams uh, in his decision to come back. Right, right. Uh, he had to make sure the decision was you know aligned for him for years to come. Okay, we'll see if if they're a five win team. You're not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. If they're if they have a miserable year, and 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 by the way, they're they're about to cut cut Leonard Floyd too. Yep. Uh, they have a biz- miserable year. They've already whacked a lot of guys so far, and apparently. 
uh, Stafford's on the trade block too. I don't think any, there's going to be any takers, but I don't think they're going to be good period there. And, and if they're bad, I see him bolting for the TV booth for a year and then coming back and coaching somewhere else. a la Sean Payton the following year. Rob, I, I, I believe anything a head coach or a front office person in the NFL tells me, <laughs> I, I, I trust him 100% with their honesty. Uh, um, yeah, right. Okay. You know what? You're right. I, I'm with you 100%. Let's see what he looks like um, after the Ram season in 2023. Hey, I know what I told you back in March, but, uh, you know, but, things change in life. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, I just feel it's my best interest to step away and allow this organization to head in a new direction. And I yeah, don't want to stand I, I felt like it was a time progress. for ch- to change for both sides. Everybody, yeah, you know, yeah. what, what we see that. I don't want to stand in the way of their progress. No. But uh, let me, let me just on. reiterate and circle back to this too, Derek, because it's not just the Eagles who are about, you know, potentially losing guys and having to make moves and whatnot. So the, the Titans, man, they just, they just cut Bud Dupree. Saves him nine point three five million. Now he's been hurt a ton. He he's got seven sacks yeah. in twenty two games in two seasons with the Titans. He missed a lot of time, but it's 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 him. It's Luan. Uh, they cut Robert Woods. They cut their center. Now they did you see that? They just cut their center. I mean they're they are they are just cost cutting, just gashing all over the place. Yeah, Ben Jones is out too. It saves him three point seven million. So I mean they're. This is happening all over football here. You're either trying to restructure or you're cutting. Well, it tells me that the Titans are also looking to be big players in, in, the, in the open market in terms of getting the type of pieces they want to think they can make it better, especially if they stay committed to Ryan Tannehill. But 2021 signed a five-year, $82.5 million deal, $35 million guaranteed. And like you just said, the injuries have been his best friend He's only got seven six uh, in twenty two games. That doesn't justify the kind of money you're paying that dude. So if you get out from under that contract, now when he's healthy, he's a he's a difference maker on the football field. Yep. Problem is, you don't know when he's going to be healthy. Yeah. And so you know, based on that, you got to get out from under that. And and if Tennessee's trying to move into the ranks of, uh, let's see, where they rank, the Titans. Right now, with thirteen point two nine three million in the positive in cap space, mm-hmm. now just think what they can possibly do is they move up that cap ladder in terms of trying to wheel and deal and, and find pieces to make their product that much better. You know, and you're right. As we sit here, I man, stories keep coming out. This team's cutting this player. This team's reducing this player. This team's re- restructured this player. It's going to be nonstop between now and the time tampering begins, uh, what, on Sunday, Monday? Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, big one here. Uh, the the Dolphins have picked up the fifth-year option on Tua Tugavailoa. That'll be $23.2 million, uh for the 24 season. So he is uh, – they have done that. Now, that's the difference. He was in the same draft as Jalen Hurts, except he went yeah. in the first round. So did Joe yeah. Burrow. So there is a fifth-year option on those guys, which the Eagles don't have with Jalen. So Jalen goes into his last year here, uh, at least as of right now, till if and when there's an extension. Um, so that, that that was there was a lot of question there, Derek. You know, with all the injuries he's had, and that's big for him personally, you know, for sure. But definitely a risk because I, I don't know a, that he holds up. That's a big commitment from the organization. Now, I'll be honest, when he's healthy, and you know me, at the beginning of the season, I I kept saying. I thought the team would be in better hands with Ted Bridgewater under center. 
But as I kept watching this kid when he was healthy, he's making the throws. He can throw the deep ball. He's scrambling around by in time. You know, he's an exciting player to watch. The big yeah. question mark is, can he stay upright and, and not in the trainer's room? And when you're coming out three significant concussions like that, they shut you down for the season. I understand they're overly cautious because you are under the magnifying glass for how you allowed him to get two concussions in a span of four days. I get that. And I know you're, you're, you're with caution, but that's a big commitment to make for a guy who you, who's, who's slight of build number one and has now has this definitive injury history behind him, especially with head injuries, which is nothing, nothing to joke about. That's a huge commitment. It's not yeah. huge by quarterback standards, but still it's a huge commitment to that for, for that team to make in him. I'd feel a lot better about that if I'm them. If if this was, you know, an ankle or or, 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 yes. or a knee or yes. something else yeah. or a foot. Yeah, I, man, the head, I just feel like I, I, I don't know about you. Like I cringe when that guy gets sacked, Derek, or gets hit. I do too. I do you too. know, it, it's scary, man. We, we saw some really, really bad stuff. All right. Um, you'll get a kick out of this one. Here we go. So Sauce Gardner and a couple other Jets uh, burned their cheeseheads that they had. You remember they did the whole cheesehead thing when they beat the Packers. They were talking a lot of smack, yeah. but Aaron now Wilson, they want Sauce Gardner, Breeze Hall. Yeah, yeah. They, so they but they want Aaron Rodgers, and they're doing everything they can to court Aaron Rodgers. So they did a ceremonial ceremonial burning of the cheesehead to try and get him here to, as part of the pitch, if you will. So it's pretty how'd you how would you feel if you're Zach Wilson or Mike White, knowing that your team your mates are out there lobbying for for somebody else at quarterback? That's not a good feeling because no, no. if 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 somehow somebody they don't get Rodgers, these guys have got to go back and huddle up with the likes of Mike White or Zach Wilson. Now we know, but still, they go back and huddle up with these guys in a locker room. Team yeah. functions, so on and so forth. People start looking at each other a little cross-eyed, man. Considering, hey, man, you turned your back on me, man. I thought I was okay with you guys. You turned your back. Oh, look, it could be a little tension there. I guess. I mean, I look at it. I guess more from like Mike White is sort of. Look, he did nothing to. I thought he did actually pretty decent when he was given an opportunity. So I, I, I can get his sort of hurt feelings. I guess a little bit more. Um, you know, Zach Wilson did nothing to help himself. Yeah, and that that line after the idea. Yeah, remember when he when he sort of put it on the defense, like, yeah. dude, what, come on, man. I know How he's young. Stupid, can you be? But yeah, you're just you're asking for it, and you, you're opening yourself up to this kind of stuff. So I lay that one on him. I don't. I have I have a hard time having any kind of sympathy for that guy. I just don't like the way he's handled himself so far. And wait, maybe wait, wait, he'll, wait. maybe this year grow him up. I don't know. We'll see. No sympathy for the milf milf hunter. No. <laughs> I None? think he's doing all right in that category. I don't think he needs much help there. So he'll be fine. Yeah, Man, you know, no yeah, compassion whatsoever? <laughs> not, not, not much. <laughs> not much for that. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, holding workouts. Uh, uh, among the teams that are going to go see him out in Arizona is where he makes his home, his offseason home, uh, are the Giants. So there is a possibility you could have that, you know, a reunion there with those two. That's for sure. With that guy, he's intriguing. He's older. He's had two what two ACL injuries. Yeah, eh. somebody's going to flinch. Somebody is going to f- flinch, and, and we're going to be talking about a, a number of whether it's a one year deal, whether he decides a one year deal, or if he gets a two or three year deal that just you just can't pass up. I think somebody's going to flinch out of desperation because they think he can come in and change the overall complexion of their passing game. Um, the fact that he. He refused to work out for teams during the season. 
Um, yeah, what what a game of cat and mouse he's played because so many people are still intrigued by him in terms of does he still have it? You know, does he still have that quickness? Does he still have that burst, that ability to separate? Yeah. Look what he could do in our offense if he's back to being the old Odell. And so somebody's going to flinch and end up paying him more than they probably want to. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, yeah, and I, and I, I'm I'm not a huge, huge fan of it. I think he's just kind of okay. on the down end. We'll see. Although I give him credit. He played well at the end uh, for the Rams. Uh, I, wanted, I wanted to get into this one. So, Otis Taylor, who was a great player for the Chiefs, he was 80 years old, yeah. uh, passed away. He made formed a great duo with Len Dawson, and it, ironically, Len passed away about seven months ago himself. Uh, but was a, is a Hall of Famer, was a great, great player, 10 plus years uh, with the Chiefs. He was a fourth round pick out of Prairie View, A and M, in the 65 AFL draft. Had two 1,000 yard receiver seasons. Keep in mind, this is when the passing game was, you know, not nowhere near what it, what it is now. He ends up with 7,300 yards receiving, 57 mm. touchdowns. That guy was good, man. A good player. I used to love watching him. When he would score a touchdown, he had that high knee step in the yeah. end zone. Yeah. You know, that was back when dancing was still still a novelty in the end zone. He was a great receiver, man. Um, I just love watching everything about him. It's, it's amazing how quickly time time is passing this route. And, and a lot of great players we, we, we grew up watching, uh, unfortunately, um, are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man. You know, you mentioned names like that, yeah. and it just brings back a flood of memories in terms of when you watch football when you were much younger. You didn't have an allegiance to them. You just liked seeing them perform because right. they were just that good. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and that you're right. There's no connection, but you just you appreciate what the guy did. You know, that's for sure. So very, very cool there. All right, let's get a timeout, Derek, and we'll hit a couple things when we come back. We'll uh, we'll get to the birthdays. Uh, movies are slim. I'll be real. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be honest with you, but. Uh, you know, we'll hit that when we come back. And and something that Matisse Thibel said that annoyed me. Okay. Here he's we back. Go. Yeah, he's here playing here go. tonight for Portland. I'm annoyed at Matisse Thibel. So we'll talk about that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. He's Derek. I'm Rob. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk about Razor Technology. Yes, Razor Technology. Um, Dad is everywhere in business today. But when it gets locked away in silos, it can't be efficiently used. And businesses don't have time to wait for the insights that shape decision making. Razor Technologies Data Management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected, but provides a uniform structure for hosting, interpreting, and distributing it to decision makers. Razor Technology helps businesses transform and model their data, use it to populate real-time dashboards, and create shareable reports that highlight key areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools to make data insights easily digestible help businesses of all sizes and types discover where they could be untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. To learn more, contact Razor Technology today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at Razor tech.com that's razor-tech.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. 
At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Hi, everybody. My name's Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech, we offer three major services, the first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Jeff D'Ambrosio doesn't need a special event to appreciate his customers. Jeff shows his appreciation to them every day of the year. Jeff makes sure to stock more new inventory than anyone and guarantees prices and payments that nobody can beat. There are so many reasons that thousands of customers know Jeff is the easy, friendly place to do business. More for their trades. No judgment zone for credit issues. The best, most reliable service department in the country. That's why I like Jeff, and I know you will too. Jeff will satisfy you every day. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, Owner Appreciation Event. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Plan your day with confidence. Keep the umbrellas on hand. With action news and AccuWeather. Numerous tornadoes. Your go-to team when severe weather strikes. The water is still rising. Keeping you prepared wherever you watch. Action news and AccuWeather. The team you trust. Final segment. Final segment for, for a little while for us, Derek. Yes. I know, man. We, we are uh, taking a little vacay next week, uh, but we'll be back. Oh, that's right. That's next week. Uh, right? Am I wrong? Isn't, that, isn't it next week? You're right. It's <laughs> next week. We get a whole week off next week. You scared me for a minute there, man. I, yes. Yes. So we'll, uh, we'll see mean, what I happens. You to hang out with you guys for a whole week? Yeah, you're going to go through withdrawal, man. No, I, got, I, got, I got too many projects at home, man. Basement, okay. garage, tools, Same. all my tools. And I got to reorganize. Oh, man. I'm going to be low. Babysitting again. I fighting with militant midgets. I hear you. Man. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm loaded up. All right. Man. There you go. All right. I was, I was annoyed by this. So the Sixers played the Pacers tonight. Or the Blazers yep. tonight. Blazers yep. Portland. Remember, they made a trade with, with Portland. It was a three-way deal. They end up getting Jalen McDaniels back, um, and they sent off uh, Matisse Thibel, which actually yeah. has turned out to be a really nice trade for the Sixers. McDaniels yeah. has done a, a good job for them so far. And I like him. Athletic, uh, lean, a, a long guy can run the floor. Uh, like what I've seen from him. So, and, and look, Matisse Thibel was not by any stretch some kind of whipping boy here. People didn't, you know, they were frustrated with him, but it wasn't, it never got cantankerous or nasty or anything towards mm-hmm. the guy. So um, he, he has a quote 
uh, Keith Pompey had this in his story today where he says, quote, for me, pers- for me specifically, I feel like there was a lot of fear-based play in Philadelphia as opposed to what I'm doing now in Portland. Quote, it's been a uh, really nice to feel wanted. Okay, so here's the thing. The Sixers wanted to give him every chance to succeed. They tried earlier in his career to play him more. They were hoping he would develop some kind of offensive game, hit a shot, hit a three. All you were, they're really asking is maybe hit like two, three corner threes, kind of like what P.J. Tucker does. Just do that and go defend, and, and you're going to be a part of this rotation. And it never happened. He never developed an offensive game. He couldn't hit a shot. He can't put it on the floor. Yes, he's a really good defender. But he also does some things that will drive you nuts defensively also. Gambling and whatnot and, and committing some fouls you don't need to commit. Like this to me is so classic, you, you know, like hindsight kind of stuff, rear view mirror kind of stuff. I, I think it's pretty weak out of a guy that I, I think is a nice enough guy, but I think this is weak personally. I will say this. During the early part of the season, I would say even through Christmas, we had discussions on this very show about why is Doc not playing him? You know, and when he did play him, his minutes were minuscule. Yeah. And maybe there was a fear factor. If I go out there and take this shot, I'm going to get pulled. If I don't, I'm going to get pulled. Maybe there was a fear factor. Maybe the vibe he got from Doc was you get one chance a game to screw up and and that's it, you know. So I'm not going to say he's crying foul. Uh, I, I would like to be one of the reporters that could ask him, can you expound on that? What do you mean by that? You know, and maybe he would elaborate a little bit more. It gives us some more clarity on it. But we are all wondering, why is Doc not playing this guy more? You know, and, yeah. you know, I, I would say it goes to what you were saying about what he didn't do more so than what he did do. But if he was under the guys that, I'm like a one and done type guy. Other people have opportunities to make mistakes and keep playing, but I don't. Yeah. Then I get where he's coming from. Yeah, I, I guess I, it, to me, it's like, where's your accountability here? You know, you got to wear some of this, man, because yeah. you didn't yeah. develop that 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 portion of your game. Like a and, Ben Simmons. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. You know, obviously he's he's making like league minimum, and Ben Simmons right. is making forty seven million. But right. there, I do think there's a lack of accountability there, and and like. For a guy like that, I, look, you're you're probably he's going to be able to stick around the league for 10, 12 years. But you're, you're Portland will realize too. You a lot of times you're playing five on four basketball with him on the offensive end, which puts a lot of pressure on the other guys. So, you know, anyway, if he we'll comes see. in here tonight and scores 20, 25 points, what are we going to say Monday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say he was right. No, uh, <laughs> you were right, and I was wrong. His best chance to score that is he better be running the floor. Or getting lobs or something like it ain't gonna be in a half court set, Derek. I can promise you that much. That's for sure. Oh man. Uh all right. The Vikings have waived Cam Dantzler, who started nine games for him last mm. year. That's a corner. Maybe that's somebody you look at if you're the Eagles at a cheaper rate. Yep. Just throwing that out yep, there. Yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot of options out there for this team. You know, but you gotta find the right one. You want to find that next Patrick Robinson that one year. That's all you need out of him. Until some of these young kids, whoever they are, whoever these young kids can mature a little bit. And if the guy's good enough next year, we're not in cap purgatory like we are now. We won't have the abundance of free agents, big time free agents like we do now, you know, jettisoning out of here. Um, if we can find that next one guy, just one guy that can hold down a fort for us and play a kid on the other side, you know what? We can live with that for right now. Oh, no question. No, but that's the other thing I, I keep 
I, I keep harping on this for a reason. Like, there are going to be guys that are that are cap casualties from other teams who may not find a big market out there for them yes. who can still play. Yes. There's no reason the Eagles can't make moves on those kind of guys, even if it's short term. What difference does it make? They did it last year. Right. You know, why can't they do it again? Yeah, and it worked yeah. pretty darn good. You know, that's for sure. Uh, all right, let's hit a couple of uh, – let's hit some birthdays here, and then we'll swing it back. Uh-huh. We'll swing it back. Uh, I, the best – these are my favorites. The, the Chuck. Have you ever seen the Chuck Norris sayings? Like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Chuck Norris is 83 today. Um, but there's a million of them. You just go look up, like, the, the, the Chuck Norris, quote-unquote, facts about his life. You know – Chuck Norris is one of those dudes. He might be 83, but if you don't know who he is, you might not want to roll up on him. You know, he's this um, lethal martial arts expert, even at his own um, studio, you know, yeah. uh, studio where he taught. Yeah. You imagine getting your butt whipped by an 83 year old dude. Oh, he'd do it. He, he would. Oh. Yeah. There, there, yeah. There's no question. Chuck Are you, Nor- re- you ready Chuck for Norris some Chuck Norris? not 83 for me. Let's, Chuck Norris makes onions cry. Chuck Norris uses pepper spray to spice up his steaks. Chuck Norris wants an egg. He cracks open a chicken. <laughs> um, uh, there's some other. Oh, there's a. There's some. I, I do. I do. Should I keep boring you with these? Are, are you, is it enough already? Right. So, I love we, Chuck Norris. Should we move on? All right, he can anyway. do no wrong. I got you. Um, all right. So Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood is forty today. Uh, the singer. Strong. Strong. Very. Very. Uh, Bad Bunny is 29 oh, years yeah. old today. Sharon Stone, formerly strong, is 65 today. Wait, did you say formerly strong? <laughs> you don't think she still is? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think she is. Think what she is, is the one thing that Sharon Stone has done in her acting career that you will always remember? Basic Instinct. What about ba- why Basic Instinct? The scene, yes. <laughs> you don't... You- I led you right to it. I'm thinking you're gonna shy away from it. No, Rock, you know, I, no dude, I, I'm gonna tell it like it is. No, she was. Oh man, back in the day, no, no doubt. No, you she's not story about that. It's true. You're right, Fitness Rebel. She's still strong. You're right. You're right. Did, Fair did you ever hear a story about that? That scene from Basic Instinct wasn't supposed to happen, and she felt the directors and producers lied to her. They said they wouldn't put, have the scene in the movie, and it's no. always haunted her. No, that, that one scene was in the movie. Yeah, she's been on talk shows talking about it. Oh. That this scene was not supposed to go down like that. They left it in. Oh. Surprised you didn't try to sue somebody, but. Yeah, right. Uh, that's interesting. No, I didn't know that. Okay. I'm glad you didn't. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Hamm, the actor, uh, yep. Mad Men, a lot of other stuff, is 52 Top Gun, years old. Maverick. Yep. Yeah, he does a lot of voiceover work, too. Yes. Uh, Mercedes yeah. and some other stuff, I think, too. Olivia Wilde, uh, the actress, is 39, formerly uh, Jason Sudeikis' wife. Strong, um, strong. Very, very. Zach Levine, Chicago Bull, is 28 years yep. old today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timbaland is uh, 51 today. Love Timbaland. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's 25, speaking of that draft class uh, with Tua and, uh, and Jalen. Jasmine Guy, a different world. Strong. Yep. 61. Was. Was. <laughs> yeah, you said it, not me. Uh, another maybe was right here. Shannon Tweed, 66 years old today. Married to Gene Simmons of Kiss. Or, I, don't, I, I think married. I still, I they, still don't understand that matchup. Are they legally partners? I don't know what they are. But anyway. You talk about somebody, I'll kick their coverage. Oh, oh my goodness. Big time. Big time. Uh, Jim Valvano, 
uh, was born on this yep. day yep. Uh, in 1946. Uh, Rick Rubin, the music producer, worked with every artist uh, uh, over the years, a million different genres. He's 60 today. Yep. Edward Baker Lincoln was the son of Abraham Lincoln was born on this day in wow. 1846. He did not live a long life, uh, did the, the young man. Mm. Uh, Rod Woodson, phenomenal player. My man, you, my guy what, Rod. Oh, what a stud. What an absolute stud. Uh, Kwame Brown, one of yeah. your favorite basketball players. Uh, <laughs> He's blasting everybody, man. <laughs> I don't want to oh, get on his bad side. Is he still doing that? He was just killing people for a while. Is it I still, think he still is. Not as much, but <laughs> fitness yeah. rebel D-Gun, y'all, are terrible today. <laughs> Why? I know we are bad. I, I didn't do anything. I don't no, know what we you're are talking bad. about. We're going to do that same thing to all the men, uh, Fitness Rebel. We'll, we'll crush all the men. Hold as well. No, and, I'm and, not going to say we're, no, we're never going to say he's strong. No, but we'll say, is. you know, he doesn't, he's not as handsome as he wants to look. I'm not like going that. that far either. Okay. I'm not, um, Edie Brickell, uh, the singer, uh, is 57 today. She yeah. uh, was once married to Paul Simon, Edie Brickell. Uh, Pam Oliver, sideline reporter for Fox, has been yep. doing it for a very long time. Thirty-two years or sixty-two years old is Pam. Yeah, she's in her sixties already. I know, right? I didn't. I didn't realize. I would have definitely guessed be younger. close to that, right? right. Yeah, I would have de- definitely guessed younger for sure. And uh, no fitness rebel. I will not make a comment on her. I'll leave it alone. Um, Marcus Haynes, not yes. not the writer, but the former Globetrotter, was born yes. on this day in nineteen twenty-six. Uh, he was, he was a long time. He was a globe trotter. I think it was fifties. Uh, grew up, grew up going to watch him in arenas, man. I watched yeah. him, uh, way back when, man. Incredible. One of my favorites. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, Andre waters, former. Yes, Eagle. sir. Yes. yes sir. Uh, we lost him way too young, but he's 61. He would have been 61 today. Uh, would Andre. So, uh, we, no, we weren't saying anything about Pam. We were, we were giving oh, Pam a compliment wait. fitness trouble. That, that was all wait, love. Why did she say something? Yeah, yeah, leave Pamela. Pamela. No, hey, 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 wait, I ain't saying anything about Pamela. It was Pam. all complimentary. Man. Yeah, you know, man, lovely. she's tough today, man. Wow. Uh, Must be right. Friday. What uh, What else do you have birthdays? Oh, let's see. We have Emily Osment uh, from Hannah, Montana, and young Sheldon. She's 31. Yep. Paget Brewster from Criminal Minds is 54. Mm-hmm. Robin Thick, 46 today. Okay. Uh, Barbara Corcoran is 74 actress barbara sinatra the fourth wife the fourth wife of frank sinatra oh, was that his was that the fourth and last or was another one after that dude i stopped counting four dude i don't know <laughs> i'm just telling you i don't know oh, uh let's see here uh did it uh, matt kenseth formula uh former stock car racer from okay. cambridge wisconsin i have no idea go. where cambridge wisconsin is 51 shannon miller seven-time olympic medalist one of the most highly decorated medalists in the history of the U.S. She's a gymnast, right? Wasn't yes, she? indeed. She's yeah. a gymnast. Yep. 45 already. Jeez. Oh, man. Uh, Keon Johnson, 21st overall pick of the Knicks, who was traded to the Clippers, is 21. Okay. Uh, Curly Culp, remember the defensive oh, tackle? Great, great player. Yep. Unfortunately, passed away in 2021 at the age of 75. Austin Carr, uh, first overall pick from Cleveland back in 1971. 76 today, Martellus Bennett, mm. tight end, 36. Mm. Bobby Petrino, 62. Mm. Uh, Cole Komet, Bears tight end, is 24. Yep. Uh, Logan Mankins, remember this? Remember oh. the name, Logan Mankins? Yeah. Offensive lineman for the Patriots? Yeah. He's 41. Dude, quick quick story. You want to know, you, you know about a guy, if it weren't for bad luck, he'd have no luck at all. Okay. Now, Logan Mankins played with the Patriots from 2005 to 2013, right? Yeah. 
he bookend the times when the Patriots won their first three Super Bowls and their last three. He played in two Super Bowls, and they lost both when he played them. But before he got there, uh, the Patriots won in 2001, three, and four. He arrives in 2005, plays there in 2013. After he leaves in 2013, they went again in 14, 16, and 18. Oh, my God. And he played played in two in Super Bowls, uh, 2007 and 11. They lost both of them. He's like, what are you? Maybe it's me. Yeah, at some point, maybe it's me. I don't know. I'm with the premier organization to win a Super Bowl. I can't win one? Really? Damn. That is Uh, funny, man. That's funny. Let's see who else we got. Um, uh, Where is it? Oh, James Earl Ray, who uh, assassinated Martin Luther King. Eesh. 70 uh, died in 1998 at the age of 70. Yeah. And Rob's uh, favorite football player, Nick Bolton, 23 today. Oh man, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> he's still he's still running, I think. After uh, how about how about the fumble and it and it and, and Jalen just kicks it right to him. On not top only of that, it. you know how you know how guys try to stumble when they're running full speed to pick up the ball? Oh, yeah, the ball bounces up right to him. Yeah, it was it, you could not have done it. If you if you tried a hundred times, it wouldn't have bounced better to him. I oh know. my goodness, dude! Incredible. It, it, I hate to say it, but it was meant to be for him. I he know. almost had two. I know. Think about it. He almost had two. I know. If that yeah. one wasn't overruled, he'd have had two returns. You're right. Yeah. The shade. The uh. The, the Sanders one. You're the right. Sanders was yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. Uh, I didn't see any movies that were worthy. I. I you got anything movie wise? Well, I like coming out today is Scream Six. Do we really need a Scream Six? I mean, I, I, I saw the actually first the, five enough. I saw the trailer when I was when I saw Creed the other night, Creed Three. Yeah, I, I, I have to admit, it looked okay. It, it looked okay. I, I mean, I would. I'm not going out of my way, but I, I'd probably watch it. It, it. it looked all right, and they I brought back the three. I think they brought back a couple of the originals, uh, like Courtney Cox. Somebody else was in it who, who I think um, was in the original. I forget this, who else. I thought Courtney Cox was the one that said she was not coming back. Or it was one. I, There's I, one pro- main actress who's, who is not in this one. I, I thought it was Courtney Cox. Huh. Maybe it was Nev Campbell. I don't know. What, I don't mm. know. What oh, came back. Tone says Nev Campbell. Okay. So, so Nev Campbell isn't, wouldn't do it, but Courtney Cox did it. Okay. I think. I think. Yeah. It, it, okay. it, again, it looked okay. I, I, really, I, told, I think I mentioned this to you guys. I don't know if it was on the air or not, but the, the George Foreman movie. Uh, about his life looks really good, so that that's. I want to see that. Out. Yeah, I, I want to see well. that. Hey, is this true? Is today your birthday? Today is my birthday. What? That How did correct. I miss this? That thank is... you, John Dickerson. One of the few Fitness times I will ever Rebel say thank you, John it. Dickerson. Fitness Rebel was on it too. I have today to is your birthday. Happy twenty eighth, man. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Oh, wow. uh, getting old, man. Yeah, getting old. I got wow. get my, my you, walker what, out. What are you gonna do for your birthday? Uh, work a double. I'm, I'm going to do radio you, right after this. No, you're not. Yes. Hey, what are you working? Six to ten. Yeah, and then I'll be back on tomorrow morning at ten. So it's uh with uh Glenn or Glenn's off. I'll be on with Mike Sealski uh, oh, tom- tonight. Okay. I'm solo. Mike Sealski uh, tomorrow. Jody Mac on Sunday. Okay, man, so, you all yeah. over the place. That's why you got all that money, dude. You just nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Lucky oh, me. Real quick, one other movie was, uh, and I like this movie actually. Uh, well, thank you for the birthday wishes, guys. Thank you, everybody yes, in the chat, yes. and I appreciate you guys. I do. You don't, thank you don't you. look your age, dude. I'm not going to tell you age, but let's just say I believe Eisenhower was in office. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lincoln. It was actually Lincoln. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Some words. Oh man! But uh, did you ever see Kong Skull Island? Uh, I I know, but I heard that was good actually. I like that one. 
actually yeah, enjoyed that. All these Kong movies, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, so I heard those that are the only two I came up with. Yeah, no, that I just look. I, you know, they were, I'm looking at some of them like, eh, they're just all right. But thank you, everybody. Yeah, Can you all join it. in? And help me sing "Happy Birthday to Rob." A lot of love, a lot of love. I, I Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. All right, that's it. I'm done. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. I appreciate that. Whenever we get Derek singing, it's a win, man. It's a win. All right. So um, we'll be back uh, a week from Monday. We'll be back. So we got a little bit of time. We got a week off. I know, man. Dang. I know. It's it's crazy, man. So, yeah, we'll miss everybody, uh, but we'll be back. Don't worry. And, you know, once we come back, I'm we'll be so in the midst glad of. we have this time together. Yeah, we're we're me, not going bye-bye. What was bye that, from? Bye. What was that going... from? It's a so long. Carol Burnett. There you go. I knew you knew it. Yeah, I used to love that show. And this I used to sing that song this all the time. This is so long, not goodbye. That, that's what this is, as they say. Well, um, maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? You don't know. Life we can't change. predict the future, man. You life don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That that much is true. All right. So, uh, all right. What do we have coming up? We have the National Football Show um, with Dan Cilio. We have um, to thank our guy, Tone. Tone did, Tone's done a great job. Uh, in the Appreciate you, Tone. Tone uh, looking looking dapper at the Maxwell's last night. I saw the pictures uh, of Tone. Carolyn Beck, horrible singing. You should be ashamed. Oh, no, I'm not ashamed. I enjoyed every bit of it. Thank you very I, much. I thought he was good, man, and I appreciate it. But thanks there for all the birthday wishes, everybody, guys. I do appreciate that. Um, all right, so uh, thanks to everybody in the in the chat section. You guys have been awesome as always, and we'll, uh, we're looking to keep it cranking when we get back. That's for sure. Everybody streaming, everybody listening. Don't go anywhere. Now, we come back, we're going to be in the midst of, uh, you know, the, the legal tampering and all that good oh, stuff yeah. and free agency. Uh, so, you know, don't don't think for a second this this train stops because it doesn't. And you know, when it comes to the NFL, man, it is 24 hours, seven days a week. That is Dude, next sure. time we meet, it'll be daylight saving time. Yes, that's this Saturday, everybody. That's this Saturday ready. night, baby. I like it. I like oh, it. I, I don't mind. I'll like sacrifice it. an hour's sleep for the sun being out there later. You there you go. Any second. All right. Uh, for Barrett, who's having fun down there in the Keys. For Derek uh, Gunner, appreciate it. Good job, man. For Tone, uh, that'll do it for us. We are Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, and we will see you guys soon. Thanks, everybody. Peace out. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.